Laura Bailey here to tell you all about the glorious goods we create inspired by our stories. Our stores are filled with the basics like character-inspired t-shirts, dice sets, and pins, as well as more specialty items like fancy jackets, puzzles featuring gorgeous artwork, the comfiest joggers and pajamas ever, and much, much more. There's also a few special items that support charity efforts, like our dedicated Critical Role Foundation merch. You can check out all of our regional online stores by visiting the Shop tab on CritRoll.com or head straight to the U.S. store at shop.critroll.com. Every purchase helps support our shows and the stories we tell. Speaking of which, let's get back to the story. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons & Dragons. Before we get into tonight's <laughs> session, we do have some announcements to get through, uh, beginning with our first of a few sponsors, uh, Cortex. Sam, if you don't mind. What's cracking, young bloods and foxy mamas? This week's episode is sponsored by Fandom Tabletop. Wait. Is that right? Yes, yes. <laughs> you said you said Cortex, but it says here Fandom Tabletop and their just announced tabletop RPG Tales of Zadia. This is all correct. This is all correct, I think. Based on the animated series The Dragon Prince, the new immersive TTR RPG captures the show's universe, allows you to become part of the unfolding story in the show's narrative and includes never before seen content and lore from the world. Can you dig it? With the Cortex system. That's where I read it wrong. That's on me and the paper that put Cortex. No, no, no. My apologies. We're okay. With the Cortex system leading the adventure, you'll have easy digital tools to keep the fun front and center so players aren't digging through rule books. Good vibes. Check out the free playtest materials at bit.ly slash C-R-X-A-D-I-A. And fans who pre-order the physical get the digital copy as well. <laughs> now, as always, I've used Cortex to make a brand new RPG system to pitch to our crew here tonight. I call it Cyberpunk 1977. <laughs> oh, mooching off the unparalleled success of Cyberpunk 2077, a cherished video game that left everyone completely satisfied. <laughs> I wrote an unofficial prequel. It's one year post-bicentennial. America is at a crossroads. A cyber crossroads. You play as P, a cyber mercenary in the futuristic streets of the Carter administration. (laughs) (laughs) Customize your character with add-ons like flare jeans, mood rings, platform shoes, and chest hair. Upgrade abilities with high-tech items like a digital watch, a TRS-80, and a super rare dot matrix printer, copacetic. I'll show you some gameplay. Okay, first I'm gonna fire up my fab threads. Okay. Yeah, looking dolled up like Alan Alda. And I'll fill up my Ford Pinto roll for regular leaded. Oh man, gas shortage, 65 cents a gallon. So pricey, no problem. I have a brand new <laughs> new $2 bill in my inventory, just printed last year. Nice. <laughs> now I'm as fast as that brand new airplane, the Concorde. <laughs> oh, man. All right, now I'm at the bad guy's hideout. I need to copy their secret plans. Roll for data. 20 megabytes. Ooh, that'll take 14 floppy disks. No problem. <laughs> copy one. 
That's one. Copy two. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Please stop. You know what? Let's call it there. <laughs> Check out bit.ly slash crzadian thanks to Fandom Tabletop and Cortex and Tales of Zadia for continuing support of the show. Peace, love, and granola. Ooh, wow. yep. Yeah, show off that keyhole. Wow. Yeah. That. What Don't a, breathe what deep. A, what a cool breathe guy. deep. Yeah. No, or bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Don't, uh, that's no, too much. We, that's too much. Are we okay? Th thank you, Tales of Zadia, um, of the Cortex system. Where did that even come from, man? I feel like you're still messed terrifying. up from the last game. Yeah. <laughs> this looks like a piece of gum. <laughs> oh. Oh. All righty, so, to our second sponsor for tonight, our friends at Hit Point Press and their new book, Hexbound. Now, uh, this is by the same folks who did Humblewood, which you remember us talking about a while back, as well as Antonio Demico, the creator of Dragon Stew. Uh, it is a witchy supplement for 5th edition uh, that has they've just launched their funding campaign for. Uh, you can enhance your characters with new subclasses that allow you to make an incredibly diverse array of witches that can sling spells, brew potions, and even punch spirits into the bodies of their enemies, which is kind of exciting. Um, Hexbound also has an exciting new adventure for you to run. Uh, from your classic dungeon calls to a murder mystery set in magical circus and much, much more. So many other things in this book uh, has never been seen before. Maps, creatures, and magical items as well. So check out everything now at hexbound.com. And thank you for supporting the show. And last but not least, a shout out to our friends at D&D Beyond. The official clue set for 5th edition D&D. Uh, you can create all sorts of homebrew content and share it with your players that are part of your campaign on there. It's awesome. Uh, we've been using it for the entirety of this campaign, so go to Dean to be on and check it out. And thank you so much for the support. Yes. We have some other announcements to get to. First off, thank you all for joining us on Twitch and uh, on YouTube. We're streaming live as well now, if you hadn't heard. Uh, however, to join our live and moderated community uh, here at Twitch for the chat, please don't head over to our Twitch channel. Uh, Vox Machina Origin Series 3, Issue 1 is out now. Oh, We're back to yeah. the third series. Uh, huge! It's it's awesome. A huge, incredible thank you to the amazing creative team involved with the project. Uh, this issue covers art by uh, Mintu Hainian. Uh, Sorry if I got that wrong. Writing by Jody Hauser. Interior uh, line art by Olivia Sampson. Color by Misaski. I always get that wrong too. Uh, my apologies, but it's really cool. Uh, and lettering by Ariana Maher. It is great. It definitely follows. Pretty much in line with exploits of the home game, which is the whole origin's presence, and it's kind of weird to go back to all my old notes and our old adventures and be like, oh, I remember when this happened, that's nuts, and then they're brought to amazing life I in this series. Much queso during that adventure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember the important parts, right? Yeah. If you're able to, please support your local comic book shops with this. Uh, otherwise, Vox Machina Origins Series 3 is also available in digital formats, such as the Dark Horse Comics digital and Comixology apps. Marisha, you have some things to discuss. I. Do. Oh my gosh. So much content. 2021 is here. Get ready for new Mighty Vibes. Uh, this tomorrow, Friday, the 12th at 4 p.m. Pacific. So, yeah, Can you tune in. Characters or no? I. It is. Um, I will give a hint. Don't do it. Don't do it. That it's old school characters. Old. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, fun, familiar faces from 
the days of yore. Anyway, uh, yeah, you can tune in tomorrow, 4 p.m. Pacific, and then the VOD will be available on YouTube Sunday, February 14th on Valentine's Day. Oh. It'll be a great little Valentine's background noise. Oh. And then our next episode of Narrative Telephone airs this Tuesday, February 16th at 4 p.m. with a story told by Liam O'Brien. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a good one. And we have a special guest, Danny Carr, in this episode. And the VOD will be available on YouTube Thursday, February 18th. And then later that day is Tox Machina. You remember that show. Sure. <laughs> it's still here. <laughs> yep. February 17th at 7 p.m. on Twitch Pacific. And then, of course, on YouTube after that. Uh, yeah, you can join the lovely Brian W. Foster yeah. and his guests. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> and his guests. And yep. his guests. guests. Yep. And then it's on YouTube on the 18th. All the content. We're moving now. We're going. Is that, Is that our motto? We're moving now. We're moving. <laughs> We're cooking with fire. <laughs> no more fire. Okay. That's how we, we started this pandemic. Cooking. Yeah. That's true. That is how we started this pandemic. Yeah. All the picture reminders in the phone of like, remember back when we were setting our house on fire? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I believe that is the end of our announcements for tonight. It was so, a moment. It was. Let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of Critical Role. <laughs> Welcome back. So, last we left off, the Mighty Nine had found themselves in a bit of a quandary. Their travel companions in Isilcross, the Tomb Takers, the source of all of the rising tension and danger, and their intent, it seems, to summon forth from the astral plane the shifting, ever-devouring, maddened minds that are the Cognos Award. 
in the Samnavum of the ancient city of Aeor, stole your bag of holding, and you gave chase, had an intense battle in which the tides turned, and you managed to just barely flee with one of the two threshold crests they required to complete what they needed to do. Upon charging into the darkness of night and eventually finding hopeful safety along, along a mountainside, you got a night's rest, averted a small avalanche, and then headed towards the actual exterior ruins of Aeor, where you met up with Essek, the Shadowhand himself. After sharing some pleasant trees, some not-so-pleasant trees, and a bit of a tense discussion, themes of regret, themes of rising danger and wanting to help prevent this coming dangerous arrival, uh, led to you all needing to search for allies. And so, we had left off as you had created a teleportation circle leading you back to the city of Nicodronus, where some of you had begun this adventure, into the tower of Tide Peak Tower, and Yusa Arenas, the mage within. And so, as you've all now stepped through the teleportation circle, Go ahead and roll a d20 for me, if you don't mind. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Oh. All of us? Just, just oh. Caleb. 16. Let's see if teleportation works. Okay. Oh, shit. Right. You all arrive without issue, just stepping into the stone floor on the inside of Tide Peak Tower. Very faintly lit, the same darkened arrival chamber that you're used to greets you. And there you see, kind of waiting by the door, the familiar appearance of Wensforth, the goblin associate to Yusa himself, as you all kind of step in. Glad you can make it. Um, I'll take it you want to speak with the master. I hope we're not barging in on uh, you at an inopportune time. Uh, I d don't think so. I was just sort of cleaning up, so... <laughs> but follow me. And he goes and leads you guys up the familiar stairway to the central kind of greeting slash half-laboratory chamber where you had previously attempted the ritual to restore uh, Veth not that long ago. There you see Yusa is currently sitting at a desk. The furniture has been reset and fixed since the chaos of that moment in time. Uh, the window is partially open with a bit of daylight coming through, and uh, you can see Yusa hunched over the desk, tomes open and the happy fun ball set upon a small pedestal in front. In the process of writing and scribing within there, stops and sets down the quill and turns over to face all of you. Well, hello, you've made it. Um, you've arrived. What could I do for you? Well, this is uh, a rare instance. We're not just passing through. We have come seeking you specifically if you have time to converse with us. Well, I certainly at the moment have time, so let us discuss, yes. What is it you require? Oh, this is a long story that we are going to have to keep telling. Yeah. You can just say you. We tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, that's. <laughs> Quite a bit seems to have transpired since last we met. You had mentioned a few of these strange visions in this, this uh, city, this living city you had seen in some of your visions. Um, well, uh, this is a sticky situation. So, how can I help you? Well, how familiar are you with any of it before? <clears throat> we told this story 
Um, not much with the specifics of it. I'm familiar with the idea of Aeor. Um, just that some elements of its historical presence, uh, and I've heard rumors, I believe it had spoken before, that its ruins had been uncovered to an extent to the north, but along with those rumors, strange, aberrant alterations of the flow of magic. Uh, such mages have traveled there and spoken how dangerous their capabilities are in that proximity. Uh, those are returned, at least, so I have not ventured myself as I, um, let's just say I have a priority in maintaining my existence on Alexandria. And nothing of the, the history of the people there, or these philosophers, is it that shrouded in history? I am not necessarily a major in all parts of history. As far as Aeoran specifically, I am not a scholar in that space. My preference more seems to lie in extraplanar aspects. Um, antiquity of known history, and in recent years, local politics. He kind of glances out towards the window in his office with a bit of a glare. It's a bit out of my realm of expertise, but I've I've heard various things, as many who delve into the Arcana do, which involves that they were a very powerful, mobile nation, one of many, um, struck down at some point in the Calamity by the ire of the gods, but specifics beyond that, I'm afraid it's not my Belerick. Do you know of anybody that that did study Aeor. The thing is, most arcanists of my stature, we maintain mostly a competitive air. <laughs> Friendships are not easy to find. Covetous at a certain point of power, I suppose. I only keep a few close at hand. You've already met one though I'm uncertain as to her um, expertise in this field, so you could certainly inquire. I could reach out if you'd like. Well, uh, on a parallel line of discussion, and I pick up the uh, folding halls of Halas. Right, as you go and reach forward on the table, you seem kind of, uh, just like an instinctually, not quite Gollum-esque, but like this has been his thing he's been had, had to study for a while. The minute somebody starts reaching forward, he's like, uh, hmm. I'm ginger with it. You have been studying this, I presume. I have. I've gone on two journeys within, lucky enough to have returned from both. It's curious, in our time in here, we met the architect, so to speak. Indeed, I, I helped shuffle away his essence for you. Yeah. We are wondering if he is, uh, reachable, I suppose, in a short amount of time. And we are wondering if you and your time with this have uh, learned the ways of its uh, functioning and uh, the passage of time within it and without it. And we're curious to see if you, we're not sure that we want to do this, but would be open to us maybe having one more visit inside. If you would be interested, I, I mean, you're the ones who prevent 
gave it to me. You may enter as you see fit. Um, I've mapped out a handful of rooms in my time. Being an individual, care must be taken with each progressive stage, especially as individuals like Halas are keen to um, ward it against other such magic practitioners. Mm. Um, I believe you encountered such dangers as well. Um, I am have not yet located the device that controls the transition and speed of the passage of time, so it is still accelerated. But uh, if you would wish to journey within, you are welcome to. Mm. If you wish to speak with Hlas, I can pluck the gem from the pocket space in which I buried it, but once again, as you are well aware, such an entity imprisoned for so long with such intelligence and cunning is a dangerous thing to converse with indeed. Just out of curiosity, have you mapped any new rooms in, within the halls of Halas? He kind of, uh, you, you show the map? Yeah. You there? Yeah, he kind of looks up and goes, primarily it's kind of coming through what you've missed, nothing too far beyond that. Uh, how long has it been since last we spoke? <laughs> Yeah, Caleb would remember. He's got a very yeah. keen mind. It's been a handful of weeks since last you uh, spoke with you, sir. You says, um, I've only been in there about a handful of days. As you know, the progressive passage of time makes it challenging. So while this has been maybe a longer distance for you, it has been a much shorter blip in my personal experience. So my traversing is limited until I can locate the centerpiece of this device. I am not one to wander too far or do an expansive breakdown of the folding halls until I can prevent it from consuming more time than is necessary. Makes sense. Hmm. But you are saying that you are, have a bit of a shortcut. You can uh, reach in and bring our friend out of it. Oh no, just the jewel that holds his soul, remember? His body we left inside, but the jewel. He has on him. Mm -hmm. oh, I thought he was. Ish. <clears throat> inferring that he had arranged something. Well, if you recall, when you He's, guys gave him... dumped him in a prison in there. The body, the body, yes, but the gem that holds its soul, he went ahead and folded away in a pocket dimension. Can we right. converse But with that's what I'm gem? saying, the gem, we spoke to him in the gem, so well, that's what I'm assuming we would be doing here. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah we don't have to go inside. No, I don't need the body, I need oh. the brain. Is there any danger of him hopping out of the gem if yes. he tried to... Yes, yes, yes there is. Or, or corrupting the person that he speaks with. Mm. I think I spoke yeah. with him last time. I'll speak with him, I'm sure. I, nothing will happen to him. Oh, yeah, me. that's a great yeah, idea. Well, yeah. you're strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just rage yeah. before you do it. And like, yeah, that's true. Rage conversation. Strong of mine. Oh. <laughs> it's just shouting at the gym. Lisa, <laughs> would you be interested in going to Aeor and finding a whole bunch of relics that would be really interesting and you could study them and probably, like, a lot of other mages wouldn't... Um, you know, have access to those relics, and you would probably know more than your fellow um, arcane practitioners. Just a little danger. Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> um, sixteen. Sixteen. Yes. <laughs> While. I am behind what it is you're attempting, and I mean this with all due respect. Um, the danger of someone 
as focused in my arts as I am in such a place unnerves me. I appreciate the comfort of control over my capabilities. Um, however, I can aid you perhaps in other ways. Um, just a moment. And he steps, sits up from his stool and uh, heads over towards, uh, looks like a curtain towards one of the walls and kind of steps beyond the curtain and it falls behind him. This like thick, almost blue, shiny velvet curtain. And a moment later, he steps back out and he has this uh, unique looking kind of gold spiral scepter. And it has like, like a hollow center and just kind of spirals a bit to a handle. And at the very edge, the tip of it, it seems to go into almost like a talon or a hook made of opal. Very beautiful. Back scratcher. <laughs> uh, and you see he has a small leather, looks like a pouch about that big that he has at his side and kind of sets them down on the table. These are objects that I do not need at the moment. I prefer to keep my personal defenses on myself. Once again, jealous types. Um, but if you would like to take these for the length of your journey, maybe they'll be helpful. And what are we talking about here? This, and he pulls back the pouch, you see two rather decent-sized potions of a familiar kind of herbal, reddish peach coloration. Mm -hmm. um, these should tend to some of your wounds with a quick imbibing. And he slides it forward to the edge of the table as he kind of reaches out for the, the sphere. Oh. Somebody else write down the stuff because I don't have a bag anymore. Oh. So two potions of superior healing. Superior. Oh. Yo. You want me to? Are you gonna write? Peach. I'm writing no. them down. I'm writing them down. You're. Oh. Okay. Ashley. <laughs> I'm just gonna write it out on my scratch. This is a scepter of blasting. It has blasting. a series of small enchantments within, but hopefully it'll find some use within your troop. And he hands it over. And you can find that within your uh, D&D Beyond. D &D Beyond. Oh, yeah. Try it out, try it out. Blast Scepter. Blast, blast. Oh, hold still. Sure. You know I'm game. Uh, okay. This is exciting. The Scepter of Blasting is the one with the little opal. Yeah. <laughs> blasting. Yeah. There it is. What's it do? What's Last it do? Scepter. Tell me, I don't want to look it up. Oh, Gains that's... resistance to fire and lightning damage Ooh. and can, as an action, use it to cast Ooh, Thunder Wave at a fourth level spell Ooh. without expending a spell slot. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. Just by, just by holding it? Just by holding it. <clears throat> Does it have offensive capabilities? It requires attunement. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to get rid of my <laughs> I mean, weirdly, you still get fire resistance, resistance. with this, yeah. so it's yeah. it's kind of a clean. You just got a whole oh scepter. You should take it. Oh, I gotta sell this fucking ring. <laughs> oh Can't hold a shield with the scepter though. So oh. there you go. Gotta have that shield. Do you, um, do you think you'll require these items back? Eventually, when you feel you've satisfactorily completed your 
encroachment of this danger and well, seal it away. We're all going to die, so you might not get it back. Well, even more of a reason for me to stay behind. But I believe in you. Look, of course I'm curious about Eeyore. Any one of my background and, and passions is, but it has a reputation for a reason. And I'm here, I've lived as long as I have from being careful. If things get out of hand, yes, I can reach out to a number of allies in hindsight and perhaps come in as a second wave. But if you can handle this, then I'm, well, I would rather not put myself in harm's way. That's understandable. I apologize, but. Not at all. You have succeeded at great many things and I believe that you have a drive and a passion and friends behind you. You may have what it takes to handle this without me. Well, I suppose the question I have for the nine of us is, is it worth the risk for one of us to try to speak to Halas since he is of the time period? I feel like I recall asking him if he knew of the philosophers of the Somnovum? Uh, I feel like I've. We asked him about. We I don't did. know. We didn't know about any of the things we know about we now. Don't, no, nothing new. It'd be worth it. I just wonder what information he might have. I would be willing to hold the gem uh, if. <clears throat> Ford, you um, and you, sir, you would. Um, work to prevent me from leaving. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Indeed. And then, you know, hurting me if need be. I'm sorry? Well, he's an archmage that has survived across the eons. He's dangerous. But the information, we know so little. I think it is worth it. Yes, I agree. Oh I will certainly fuck you up if it is necessary. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First thing is to make sure that I do not leave the tower in the blink of an eye. Yep, got it. Let's. I'll have that on standby. Can we take all of your, uh, all of your tools, all of your uh, ingredients? Uh, Only what you need? Yes, 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 yes. I, I am just thinking if there is anything that I should hold on to. Probably just my lucky stone. I could, I could enhance abilities on you. I could, I could up your wisdom or I could up your charisma. You know, either one might be useful when talking to him. And I can give you bless. I can give true. you shield of faith. I should give you some buttons. <laughs> It's tricky because anything that I have to resist him, he could also use to resist you. If I am no longer in control of my faculties, just be ready to fuck me up. Yep. <clears throat> I'm going to cast enhanceability on you anyway. I'm going to enhance your charisma because you're going to have to persuade him to talk to you. I have a feeling he's not going to want to give things up. What does that do? Uh, Gameplay-wise, again, it gives you advantage on charisma ability checks. Okay. I'm also going to cast Shield of Faith because I've never used it before. Yeah, <laughs> and I really should. Yeah, Pally. 
plus two to your AC for oh, 10 that's minutes. Cool. <laughs> and once we start, I'll get bless on you. Okay. So you're to speak with Halas. Correct. Very well. Less. Yusuf stands, kind of straightens his shoulders a bit, and you watch as his fingers almost seem to tug at an invisible thread, and as he pulls it across the front of him, you hear this faint tearing sound. This you watch a small fold in space-time just open, and as it does, the gem, shining, falls out, and he almost catches it in his hand, and instead it just stays gravitating, floating in air, held aloft by a mage hand of some kind. Smarty. As it closes, he drifts it over in your direction, and you see the gem just kind of slowly corkscrewing in the air towards you before stopping right in front of you, just gently, quietly rotating, shining with a bit of light coming through the window, making it bright, a deep red, a beautiful red. You know what you're asking him? Group think it right now. I want to know about Cognosa. Cognosa Ward and the Somnova. Philosophers. I'm also very curious what he may know of these beacons and what they meant in his time. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's important. That's a good question. How can they can be destroyed? Or the beacon, the Luxon. How many does he need? How many threshold crests? Yeah. Oh. Sorry, Jack, I didn't put that without, without me even saying. How do you fight a screaming mad city hmm. flying through the abyss? Don't ask that question. <laughs> they might not be of exactly the same time either. It is not definite. But. Um. All right. As your fingers touch the cold stone, you feel this chill run down from the base of your neck to the base of your spine, and immediately the temperature warms to your touch, like the gem is matching the temperature of your own skin. And you hear a voice filter in sourcelessly to the center of your mind. Ah. <sighs> So who do I have the pleasure of speaking with right now? Yeah, hello. My name is Caleb Widogast. And you are? <laughs> you already know who I am. I have yet to have the pleasure of conversation with you. I was hoping to hear you say it. You... I can sense something flowing through you. There is a hint of arcane energy that just drifts. You are a practitioner, yes? I am a prolific student of life. Then there is much that we could see eye to eye on. Do you know where you are? When you are? 
Not in particular, no. An unfortunate side effect of a, an unforeseen, vengeful retort. Well, you have met a few of my friends already. Just think back to the last conversations you had in the previous 2,000 years, that would be them. A returning interest. You come back to me after such encounters. I sense a faint element of desperation. We do have questions. Good. I have requests. What do you wish to ask me, Caleb Dogast? Can we hear what? No, you can hear him talking. You do not hear Halas. I wish to know of your time when you lived, of where you lived, and I wish to know of Eor. Hmm. Is that the span of your lifetime, when Eor was at its zenith? I will say, Eor crumbled before my time, but its folly was known in my upbringing. How far in your past did it fall from the sky? Well, I grow quite frustrated with my predicament. After all, it is very hard to pursue any of the mind's intrigues when you're confined and alone. Well, you're somewhat in the position you put yourself in. Perhaps. Why take the sabbatical from your mortal flesh in the first place? Reasons? But that's not what we're asking about right now. I wish to stretch a bit. Return to the semblance of flesh, if even but for a moment. I could answer these questions for you in a more direct manner. You just have to let me in. Do you need my permission? It certainly makes it easier. Well, I tell you what. Let's keep it between you and me for three questions. And if I feel you've answered honestly for three, we can see about another three in different circumstances. Make a persuasion check. With advantage. Or deception, based on how you are coming at this. <laughs> Don't tell us. It's the same. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Two. 
natural 20s. Oh, no Take a picture of that shit. Oh, That's amazing. Yes. Oh. Wow. Yes. Legendary. <laughs> Rare. <laughs> Legendary. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> I love cigarette. the double yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Are you texting text the whole group? I yeah. want to see yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, Knowing good. that exists in the universe is light. That's my yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Feels good. Somewhere back in campaign one, Vax is slinking away yeah, from yeah. Keyleth's room with his shoes in his hand past his sister's door. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, it gets better. <laughs> Uh, look wow. at that. Look at that. Uh, that's Holy beautiful. Oh, and those, those dice, dice are so, so pretty. Why is it in the pretty shape good. of a, okay. That's All right. Oh, There's some of the newest. Damn. You feel this the the presence in this gem, which began to become just a presence around you. Almost if it had a back foot, step onto it. And meet you at equal ground. <laughs> I was a boy raised in the Zebnis, the people of Zydale, a half cocked majocracy steeped in extremely bureaucratic ways of. Governance. I quickly grew beyond any interest in what it had to offer, and absconded with all of my research materials and the important things that my teachers had imparted me with, physical and otherwise, and began traveling the world to acquire inspiration for building my own. You found me in the beginning stages of one such a construction. Unfortunately, I could not finish it yet. Needless to say, in seeing the world, I began to realize one continuous truth. Everyone else is worthless. Petty, frustrating, self-obsessed, and weak. So. I decided to absolve myself of Exandria and continue to build this home for myself. That's where I'm from. To answer your question about Aeor, well, there are a handful of other cities that tried to rise to its grandeur. It was largely the first, the most beautiful, the most successful, and the biggest tale of warning to those that would follow in its footsteps. You see, society is sick and destined to crumble. There is an allusion to the idea of community and working together every single time it reaches a point where everyone tears each other apart, or something on the outside sees the community as a threat and destroys it. That happened to Aeor. 
It suffered tumult within, and its lofty ideals and attempts to rise to the top of the divinity food chain and prove their creators surpassed. They drew the ire of the gods, and thus were smote. That's two questions. What is your third to continue this conversation? What about the philosophers? The Somnovum? Do you know, and I mean everything? Who were they? What did they want? I know of them. There were a great many philosophers scattered about Aeor, but the Somnovum, they were the strangest. They felt, from what the records said, like even they didn't belong within their own people. It was a uniquely diverse spread of interests that kept that city growing to its zenith. But the Somnovum, for a society that didn't ascribe to specific divinity, seemed to have the closest to it than anyone. An almost fanatical belief in the mortal imagination. And when they were challenged in their fanaticism, they closed themselves off from the rest of the society. An entire portion of the city ostracized within its own construct. Socially, at least. People were free to walk to and from, but why would they? But it fell with the rest of the city. As all things do when they try to elicit the help of others. Is he fucking with me? Make a deception check. Or sorry, an insight check. A lot of people did things to me. Do I have advantage on this roll? No, nope. I'll check. I'll check. Uh, maybe advantage or? Did you bless him? Yeah, bless is just saving throws. Oh, yeah, no. so not just a straight insight check. You might not know. 19. Hmm. 19. He's. He's a survivor, so his speech is always carefully chosen which makes it challenging to feel any shifts in intent or belief. You don't sense that he's telling an untruth by any means, but he's a slippery one. Who knows? That is one question, but not all of the answer. Survivors after the fall. Of Eeyore? <laughs> there were no survivors. 
they weren't attacked by some other competitive society. They weren't taken down by some dangerous, legendary beast. They were annihilated by the very gods that created this world. If there were any survivors, well, I don't know of them. I can say that their fall gave pause to everyone else who eagerly followed in the path that they carved. And such a warning has been heeded ever since. Sometimes it's best not to show your hand until you absolutely need to. That's a good point. Hold that thought when I put the gem down. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, saving throw. Add a d4. Oh, yeah, add a d4. Uh, oh. 26. You are rolling up there tonight, <laughs> Jesus. Lucky winner. As you're releasing the gem. Holder's blast, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's acting weird, kill him! <laughs> Come on, <sorry. laughs> he, just, he just gets the Anna Ripley treatment. Um, <laughs> as you are about to release the gem, your fingers feel tense and aren't listening to your flex, and for a moment, you feel that same voice begin to press on your mind like a, a sudden onset of a migraine. And you tense and close your eyelids tight and fight and will yourself to throw the gem from your hand. And as opposed to releasing it, you all watch as Caleb just throws it and it scatters across the ground about six, seven feet from him before coming to rest oh, on the I'll stone floor. I'll pick it up for you. Andrew, get it back. Are you okay? <clears throat> yeah. Are you you? I am me. I am me. How can we be sure? Eldritch Blade. Okay. Oh, that's impressive. Ah, that's a slippery character. What'd you learn? <clears throat> you had well, TV watching face the whole time. I'll recount everything. Can we? Uh -huh. Can we put Ruby back in the back in his pocket? <laughs> Ruby. Is that his nickname now, Ruby? Yusa, can we put can we put Ruby back where he came from? If you're done, of course. Are, well, we, done, are we done with him? Ruby. Probably, Ruby. probably. I kind of uh, fucked with him a bit. He was expecting to uh, have a little more conversation, except he wanted to sit in my skin. So there is the potential to learn more. Creepy. No. Seems like diminishing returns, though. He's going to be super angry. Yeah. Yeah, no, let's put that. him away. Unless he was holding the best information for for later. Well, the interesting thing, the most interesting thing to me was when I asked about the philosophers and uh, their continuing activity. He, he seemed to believe that they went down with the ship. As in, oh, we're boy. dead? They went down with Eor. You <sighs> said you recount, you told us everything? Yeah, yeah, I, I rattled all off. Like their bodies are there? So the fact that this ward in the city survived, and he's 
probably from uh, a much shorter amount of time away from its fall, and uh, he believed they they have gone down with the with the city. So no one knows that this yeah. chunk of uh, of a metropolis survived in another realm. We are the tip of the sword. He said they were they were the only people that that believed in anything divine kind of touched on it, right? Wasn't it that they didn't care about the divine, yet they were the closest to it yeah, because of their power? Yeah, they didn't ascribe to divinity. Correct. A, a fanaticism on a level that a divine fanatic would have, but instead of the divinity, it is a strong philosophy okay. that they attribute so strongly to that it alienates the society around them. Okay. A little culty. Cult. A little, little bit. Culty. Little culty. If, on a, on I wonder what the, yeah. the thing was that they... Well, can you imagine someone of that much power never hearing of a survivor of that, of that city? That doesn't bode well. Maybe no one walked away. Well, no, they all got teleported away. Well, that group, but maybe nobody that. else. Maybe there, maybe there really wasn't anybody who didn't no one knows. go Well, one there were some the of those people frozen in time. It might be everybody. Between the images of the beacon that Essek was talking about and now Halas talking about them being the closest to the divine without really ascribing to it, maybe all of this God-smiting conversation is correct. What if all those people are frozen and they did have a beacon and it went with them? Like a maybe corrupted beacon. Yeah, you mean it's Whoa. holding their souls or something, or? And that's what the Somnovum is now. I don't know. Well, perhaps we are just grasping at straws in the dark here. But perhaps all of those people, maybe it was a defense of the city, or maybe defense maybe of all of those people were frozen, and their 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 essence, their souls were extracted, and now all. A city that size, those millions of people now pulled from their bodies, which are held like Darogna in Ember. Because if we're, go ahead. I was gonna, I mean, maybe there were no gods. Maybe the Sonnovan turned on them. I mean, if no one was really there, who knows what happened? Oh, maybe the gods didn't smite them at all? Maybe. (gasps) The dynasty. Or maybe I'm paranoid, I don't know. The dynasty believes that their god was the creator of these beacons, but maybe it was the Somnovum. Maybe, yeah. But the beacons have been found scattered all over yeah. Wildmount. Yeah, but it, when Aor broke up or something and could have scattered them, yeah, scattered them across, or perhaps it was a tech. Some sort of technology of the time that was more prolific across the world. History check on Caleb and Beauregard. Yeah. <clears throat> Give me something good. Yeah. Yeah. Give me something good. Am I still blessed? Take it. Uh, no. Yes. Uh, for a minute, right? Yeah. That's no, you're not. On. You are not. Twenty-nine. It would be a save anyway, not a roll 18. <laughs> I also rolled an 18. You guys. Plus 14. 18 plus, plus 14? 14? Which is 28. It's 32. 32. That's 32. 32. Uh, uh, yeah. 
You have a plus fourteen. <laughs> I have Sherlock expertise. Holmes monk. Yeah. And I have expertise like rogue shit in history. Sherlock monk. Anybody creating a character, remember monks. <laughs> no one liked you in high school, monk. did they? <laughs> Questionable. <It's> okay. <laughs> okay. You do recall that the, in learning a bit about the dynasty and the history of the Kryn uh, and Lelis, the first two find the beacon and really kind of connect with the Luxon. Uh, that was found deep in the Underdark, uh, beneath Gordranas. Um, and other beacons have been found in other spaces, but it's been, they've been scattered throughout, and their theory is that many beacons exist all across Exandria. Right. In different places in the world. Um, and they are all parts of the Luxon that once broke up its physical self to essentially, eventually draw its people together through time to bring it back to its original form and help it understand itself. And in doing so, also help people in that process understand what their purpose is and become Umavi, perfect souls. Right. Um, there, since there is no history of any beacons, any Luxon beacons before the existence of the dynasty <laughs> um, being found, at least knowingly in the open world history, the dynasty very much believes that they are the beginning of a beacon's existence, but it is very possible that other people have found them and just don't understand them, or they're still just lost throughout time, or any other theories you may have. But just helping clarify the information that you both would have from your time studying in the dynasty, that the the beacons that were found by the dynasty were found and all different Everywhere. types of topography, and yeah. some deep, deep beneath the surface of the world. So probably not scattered from Aeor, is what you're saying. More, less likely than so. Maybe a god sneezed and they sprayed from the nose <laughs> all across the world. Sneezes send out. Wear a mask. Yeah. Wear a mask, please. But <laughs> so what now? We've asked our questions. Well, I think we've gotten as much as is safe and warranted from. Mr. Halas. Yusuf's mage hand plucks the ruby from the ground and lifts it up into the center of the chamber between you all facing each other and says, then are you finished with your inquiry? I almost, this is kind of Marisha saying this, wish we could weaponize this. Like, hey Lucian, hold this stone. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> well, that would I... go Probably just as poorly for us. I think so anything that would be. Or like, yeah, yeah, just give Halas the powers of the Nanaga. Revolution. What's created? Are you talking about? No, like. I see what you're saying. It seems his like essence. a lot of fun, but I don't but think we can. No, I see I what you're saying. I think, I think putting Voldemort like, in Skeletor is not necessarily the best. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, hey, I could be wrong. But, <laughs> you know. It's like putting two kaijus against each other. Let them fight. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I'm not suggesting this, which is why I said no, Marisha really is saying this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh -huh. I we just have to get through Halas, then through Lucian, and then somewhere under all of that is Molly somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. Molly? Molly, can uh, you hear me, Molly? You want the moon, Molly? We are done with our questions, but um, it might serve us well if we were able to speak with your friend, um, Allura. Very well, I can arrange that. Um, 
but first. And once again, pulls his finger across. This opening opens once more, but it's more, it's tilted now closer to your position. You can see on the inside, there's this like swirl of purple energy that kind of gives this, this stasic space. And on the up inside, you can see other strange objects that are just kind of held aloft very briefly before he throws the gem in with his mage hand and seals it shut once more. Mm. How much do you keep in there? Enough. <laughs> Nevertheless. There's a, there's a practical matter. Yes? What's that? So, uh, let's say that uh, we were way up north and we tried to teleport something here, or technically not here, but teleport something really far away, and it may not have actually gotten uh, to where we were teleporting it, because... Based on our previous conversation, I assume this deals with the um, interference of AR and Isocross? You're good, yes. It can go any number of ways. Your your best bet is to um, inquire as to where it might be through scrying means another magical. Oh. Yeah, I can't scry on, on on an object though. We haven't checked in with the soul yet to see if they actually I know, got I can it. Totally do that yeah. after we're done here. Thank you. I can, you, you I can have, see what I can. You have do the ability to scry on an object. Uh well, it's more of a um. Come with me. And he leads you all past the the blue velvet curtain, which leads to the the exterior of the room. And the size of this tower is about the width of Tide Peak. And as you go through the uh, the curtain, it leads into a stairwell, like a spiral staircase. That are we going into the adult section? <laughs> right. <laughs> Back in the comic book. Yeah, there's a one of the red. There's, there's a, a, a balding, heavier bearded man behind a counter. There it goes like, go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but it's all like 70s porn. Everyone's got big mustaches. And <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, heading up the spiral staircase, you head into, uh, there's three more doorways in the platform above, and he just goes to the right one. As he walks up towards it, it opens on its own, and he leads you in, and you can see there's a similar chamber as to the arrival uh, teleportation rune that you are used to coming to and from within here. Uh, similar design, though it is a bit smaller. In the middle, you can see there are these odd Almost brass, shiny instruments. These these tripod-like structures that all point towards the center piece. You can see they have crystals in them. They stand about four feet tall or so, and they all face. There's three of them facing inward, and in the center, you can see a small, foot and a half tall platform. Uh, Yusa says, um, "If you are to attempt to scry within this chamber, do you have do you have any sort of?" I guess you wouldn't have anything from the object, would you? Um, Can we keep the bag? No. I mean, Can we create I still have the bag or? it was in. Didn't, wasn't there anything else in the bag? I mean, nothing oh. that belonged to the, the... We can try. But we have the, the thing it was in. The only thing I can think of is uh, before uh, we <gasps> sent it away, I smeared a bit of molasses on it. And, and, and it had bows fabric wrapped around it, too. No, I kept that. He, he burned it. I used that for the, no, I didn't. But you do have this molasses, or any more of this molasses. Yes, I do. I pull it out of my components. He takes it swiftly and sets it on the center platform there. Um, I do not have any personal experience with this object, this uh, crest, but you do. If you would like to use this as a focus, I warn you, it is strenuous to attempt to push beyond the boundaries of such a spell. So uh, it, it may be painful. Would, it, would an image help? I don't know, can anyone do that right now? You recognize Caduceus looking in this chamber at the edge of these three uh, tripod-like devices. The gem that's put at the end has a kind of a, a, 
a deep green coloration that you recall, very similar material to what you procured when you were making your way into the Grang Wildlands uh, residual. That was like two-part harmony. Like on all three of these? All three of them at the the end points have residuum kind of facing inward as a magical focus. So this is like a, I actually still have some residuum on me. This is an amplification chamber. Ooh! I mean, I could just message somebody about it, but this seems like way more fun. (laughs) Yeah. He turns to you and says, I assume you don't mean telling other people about this chamber, do you? No, no, no. Do not tell anyone about this chamber. No, I mean, I already tweeted I'm about it, but it's fine. It's fine. It is the adult section. There is a semblance of trust in me even showing you this interior. Such chambers are not smiled upon in some circles. Your trust is appreciated. We never talk about you to anyone, and even if we did, no one believes us about anything. That's true. Good. Uh, I don't have locate object right now. Do you have locate object? Oh, not locate object, I have scry. Either of those may suffice. Okay, cool. Actually, maybe I have locate object, that's a lower spell. Whatever. <laughs> Does this burn the residuum when you when you use it? Oh, or? I have locate object, that's a better spell to use. Huh. I'm gonna use locate object. Not entirely, it does eventually wear away, but. Okay, 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 okay. This is really cool. Thank you. <laughs> should I sit down, should I like, what should I do? <laughs> Use this as the focal point in your ritual circle. Right, my ritual circle. Yes. Very important part of any spell casting is your ritual circle. I have one. Uh, Thank you, wanna, you so much, Caleb. Do you want some guidance? A fellow or? magic part practitioners. <laughs> as, you, as you begin drawing the circle, in a very kind of freeform jazz, <laughs> improvisational way, it looks less like a beautiful runic circle and more like what, Jester? Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Just a mandala of dicks, <laughs> like a <laughs> like an odd chapel mandala. roof. You know, it's yes, just like. Mandala. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna, certain. you know, I'm gonna also draw the beacon. It's just it's the beacon with like a lot of dicks coming out of it. You know what I mean? You all watch as, as she com- gets closer to completing it. Yusa kind of gl- glances forward over her shoulder. His head turns to the side to an almost impossible angle, <laughs> and then snaps back up and he steps it, back. It's and, her way. Thank you, Caleb. It's her way. I'm gonna Beautiful. give you some guidance before we do this. Thanks. Okay. All right. Ready. As you begin the ritual and begin to focus. You hear the voice, the familiar voice of the Traveler. Artagon, come into your ear and go, Ooh, what is this strange arrangement? Tickles. You all watch as the green gems on the edge of these begin to glow as her magic begins to focus. And as you put your hands out on the outside of this, this little platform that contains the molasses that you're focusing on, great arcane focal energy here. Mm. Your eyes flicker open with a similar green coloration as the residuum shards. I need you to go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw for me. A wisdom saving throw? Yes. Mm. Wrong at all, it's darn. <laughs> with my d4. The four. Um, 28. Whoa. 28. These rolls. Crushing it. You guys are. These rolls. 
ever since it's I that extra level that made all Apparently. the difference. Mm -hmm. uh, you, uh, no D4 for me on that one, by the way. No. Oh. Or did you roll a D4 on that one? I did, but that means it's a 25. Okay. Terrible. Mine's an ability check. Yeah. Ah. You feel the stress shoot through your shoulders and the back of your neck, like you like you've been lifting for days and all the muscles have knotted up and have kind of locked and that pressure begins to push into your sinuses and you feel like your nose is just about to burst forth with blood. Like you just have this terrible force, like you've just been stressing your face to the point where it turns beet red and you're about to just blow every vessel in your face. You pooping? You pooping? <laughs> but you push through the pooping. <laughs> Now there is a there is a soft focal gliding to a lot of your scrying attempts that you're used to in the past. This feels jagged and buffeted by invisible winds. You get glimpses, and you feel like you're being slammed from side to side and pulled forward. It's it's like being drawn down the white rapids with a barely a raft. Are you still talking about poop? This is all pooping imagery appropriate. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the scry spell. Soft gliding, was like, wind buffeting your face, I the white rapids. I wasn't listening to any poop reference, Matt. I was listening to your description. It was perfect. She was fine. You were three for three, man. We were thinking of lower intestines. The porcelain kingdom. Jagged edges. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ow. Had that peanut snack. <laughs> no, don't write it down. No, don't write anything down. What? No, don't write anything. Feeling is just splattering forth. <laughs> A warm release. Um, as you're being tossed through the storm, you eventually find yourself coming to rest aggressively into a space. <clears throat> you don't hit the ground, but you feel an impact, like a weird. It's hard to explain. It's like being thrown very hard into a blanket. It still hurts, though it's slightly cushioned. And there you see yourself in the middle of a dense, dark forest. Thick trees everywhere. What? A faint bit of snow drifts from above and kind of white tops the top of the forest. Elements of it drift down, but largely it's relatively fresh. And looking around you, it is Gray, it is day. You see dense foliage, and there on the ground, in the, in the midst of this space, you see a large, faintly glowing blue stone. Is there a winter forest in your library? I don't think so. There's one not far from Rexentrum. There what, is. What, can I look around? What kind of. Do I see any flowers growing? Do I see any like fruit on the ground? Or? Make a perception check with disadvantage. Did we get because, it out of. But now. Because I'm... right now your vision is like. It's it's like going through a bad TV. You're looking and. Shit. You're pushing beyond what you're supposed Rexentrum. to be able to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's in the it's, woods. That's the climate of Rexentrum, right? I thought maybe we'd be three blocks from the library, but. Me too. We're three miles away from the city. <laughs> Nine! It's hard to see, and your eyes are starting to blur. Your vision is actually having a hard time focusing. Where you arrived, it was pretty clear, but the more time you spend focusing in the spot, it's like starting to blur and pulse, and you're starting to lose your tenuous hold on this location with your magic. Um, the good news is, this does not appear to be anywhere near Isocross. That's good. The bad news is, who knows where it is? Who knows? Wow. wow. And with that, you lose your tether, you're zapped back through, and then back in the room. I checked the ground to make sure I didn't poop on myself. Make an investigation check. 
<laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> nice! <laughs> You're confident that though you may have tutored a little. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> nothing left behind. You're right good. on the line. <laughs> As Jester looks up to the rest of you, you notice there is a trickle of red coming down from no. the right nostril. Jester. You all right? Oh yeah, I'm fine. You guys, Caleb, it did not go. It did not go to the library. Oh no. Oh, it it was, I don't know, it was in the middle of a forest. It was snowing. Didn't look like, it didn't look like Ursula Cross. Is it a lot of conifers around it? Are we talking about I don't know, I didn't trees? get a good look at the trees. I saw snow, I saw beacon, I saw kind of blurry. Heavy snow, light Heavy snow. Heavy snow? Light okay. snow. Okay. Well, it was daytime. The sky was gray. The sky was gray? Yes. And it was day? And it was day. Leaves were brown. The leaves were brown? Okay. Okay. Um, do, what was the name of that forest that's right on the north side of Rexentrum? Uh, there's the Pearl Bow, Pearl Bow Wilderness. The Pearl Bow Wilderness. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I guess we can uh, check in with the soul and tell him what we saw, ask him if it's cloudy or overcast. I mean, we can try. It wouldn't be the Grand Wildlands. But I don't but. think, at this point, the point is, you know, Lucian is probably not going to find it. I mean, unless he has the ability to amplify his spells too. He might, but even then, he'd have to teleport there, which is risky, and then right. it and does figure seem... out where there is, yeah. and then teleport back, which is risky. We yeah. took it off the board, I think. Is we I think, so. I think we made it hard to get. Yeah. But some huntsman or huntswoman is going to find a rare treat in yep. the woods. Yeah. Some scavenger is gonna cash in big. <laughs> Not wrong. Five hundred years from now, someone's gonna find it in some old person's attic. Mm -hmm. Five <laughs> kids like, wandering through the forest. Yeah. They're gonna get in a fight about who gets the magic. These, this is my Hummel figurine collection. This is the biggest one. <laughs> Caduceus, Chester, it's beyond your capabilities to to if we went to. Rexentrum to to hone in on it, correct? That's Don't a little too. Know if it's there. Yeah, it, it, usually a spell only works like a thousand feet away. It yeah. would we'd have to be super close to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well. Hey, Yusa. Chaisa. Yep. If somebody were to take your blood and they could track you with their blood, would you know how to make it to where they couldn't track you anymore? Like change our blood? Yeah. I would not recommend that at all. Um. There are certain magics that can blanket uh, divination. Hmm. You know how to do that? Can you make us? He kind of glances at the object kind of sitting on your chest. Yeah, like that. Correct, such a device like that can do exactly what you request. Oh, do you have any of these? I do not, unfortunately. Oh. Hmm. <gasps> I wonder if your friends would have access to more of them. Friends? You mean Astrid? Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a conversation we probably need to have. Did we want to um, speak with uh, Pretty Blonde Girl? Allura Vysorin, I believe her name is. <laughs> Allow me. And Yusa kind of steps out for a minute, begins to speak into the air. Allura, you recall that strange troop you interacted with, the Mighty Nine. They may need your help. Might they pop by? What? 
Wait, what? Were you just rehearsing what you're going to say to her? Because I do that sometimes. Put his finger up. Oh. Very well. If you'd like, I can send you to her chambers. Send oh. us to her? Wait a minute. Hey. Come here. We get to go there. We get to go. I where, mean, like, it's where, the, wherever, wherever, where wherever we are. It's no big deal. Where is she located? She's located in the city of Amman in Taldore. Mm -hmm. I've never left. <laughs> I am unfamiliar with an Would Amon. she be able to send us back here? Uh, yes, she would very much be able to. I mean, we or you could just return to my tower when you need to. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. That would be another city on our checklist of blah, 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 blah. Mm, right? Correct, <laughs> correct. I'd like to get a souvenir shot glass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all right mm -hmm. with everyone. Boy, sounds dull. I don't know, perhaps we should? Let's go see your mother yeah. instead. Why not? Yeah. Let's go. What are the people like? Are they stuffy? Are they are they bougie? Is it like the Cleveland of, of Taldore? Is it sort of like Ooh. Yeah, kind of artsy? A little a little <laughs> shitty? But sorry, a little shitty sorry, but artsy, Cleveland. you know? They've got good music. I liked Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. It's certainly been a bit unfocused since they've established the uh, Republic, but it um I don't know. It's a bit cramped for my tastes. Ah, I like it closer to, um, well, more relaxed coast atmosphere. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> okay, so. okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, you can send us there. I can there. compass no. around. Mm -hmm. Very well. New place. Mm -hmm. Yusa leads you back down to the teleportation chamber where the central rune of arrival is located and begins to scrawl out Ooh. his circle. Wait one moment. I'm so sorry. Yes? Do you, by any chance, have any spare pieces of ember that I could purchase, borrow? Just a moment. He steps back up the stairs and returns a couple minutes later. This has been such a fantastic visit. Yeah. Comes I think this is the most we've ever talked to you, so yes, like it is. Yeah. I think it's the most useless ever talked to anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> In a positive way. <laughs> no, and he definitely gives off that like get off my lawn energy to. I mean, even you guys in your first couple I, of meetings. I feel like the it. happy fun ball really went far, and it helps that it wasn't nearly as long for as it yeah. was for us. When we bring we ancient ball. unknown knowledge, now he's interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've you've definitely definitely piqued his interest as far as a relationship goes, compared to pretty much most of the people that come across his tower. Um. But he comes over to you with three pieces of amber, smoothed gems uh, worth about 50 gold apiece. Fancy. I, I can uh, repay you for this. Um, I will say that you're making your way on a very dangerous journey. Consider it an addition to my, <laughs> my aid that I can offer at the moment. You truly are too kind. Don't get that stuck on your head. Danke. Finishes drawing his circle. Three. And as he connects the final thread of the line to the central point, it lights up. We're going. Get in, get in, get in. You all dart through. As you all emerge. Oh my god! bust! You all emerge in a chamber that is more lit than the one you left. You immediately look around, and there are these like white stone walls around you with kind of faint blue banners, beautiful calligraphy and design stitched into them. You can see some furniture in the corner, this kind of uh, like a, a blue 
couch stretched across a, a dark wooden frame, uh, a central circular uh, carpet in the center of the room. Guys, um, <laughs> carpet? Carpet. I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a, a staircase that goes up. It, this is the bottom floor of this beautiful alabaster white tower. <laughs> Your childhood home, board. Yeah. <laughs> um, as soon as you all kind of take in your surroundings, but you hear a voice echo from high above, and you can see that the 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 floor is about twenty five feet above you to the next um, platform or the next stage of the tower would be. You assume you're probably in the base floor, and you can look behind you. You can see there's a large entryway that leads in, um, and you hear a voice echo down from up that says, "Just a moment, hold on." Oh, I know how this works. Up. <laughs> no. Nothing. You get a little hop, a couple inches Holy in height. Hop. You got a coin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hit block. Guys, we are so much further south on the globe than we were just a handful of hours oh ago. Gosh, it's so weird. Never been this far. I think. Is there? I think there's a cobalt soul branch here. Is there a cobalt soul branch here? There is. Um, it's like Starbucks is ever. So, yeah. so we, we're a franchise. Weird accents, though. <laughs> Um, technically, I think your mom would be a little bit higher than the coast. Oh, because it's yeah. side yeah. by side, right? Correct. Mm -mm -mm. But we were on the top of the world near Santa's workshop. Correct, yes, you are much further south than that. Mm -hmm. um, this would be, latitude-wise, a little, don't, don't quote me on it, but I think a, a little bit south of kind of where Rex and Trim, let's say closer to like Zed where Zedash is. I'll quote you on that. Uh, okay, okay. Um, as far as latitude goes. But nevertheless, you wait for a moment, kind of looking around. There are places to sit. Then you hear a voice go, Make yourself comfortable, be just a moment. Some of the furniture just kind of scoots Ooh, a little closer towards you. Cool. Uh, sit down. Sit. All right. Anything shiny around? I sit next to Caduceus and we just kind of bounce. You hear some, <laughs> some like faint <laughs> clattering sound, like just like very gentle. And you watch as a tray, a very wide silver tray with all manner of teas and uh, snacks and arrangements kind of just drifts down the staircase. And about two feet behind it, you see walking down uh, her hair put into these two, it's almost like these two sets of smaller braids that are then tied into a, a slight spiral that travels down past the mid back. She has this kind of golden band across the head that kind of holds it in place. Beautiful scrolling and calligraphy on it. Uh, Allura Vysorin. Queen. Um, this like gentle, it's a it's it's a very nice, uh, comfortable, I want to say like a half dress, half robe. It ha it's kind of folded over in the front and it's tied. It looks beautiful and presentable, but it's definitely comfortable as she kind of steps down behind it. Yes. Well, I wasn't quite expecting company this time, let alone yourselves, but you, sir, seemed to speak that it was rather urgent. Oh, and what time is it? I forgot about the time zones. We've changed like twice anyway in the last uh, hour. Is it the morning uh, where we are right now, or no? Yeah. Uh, it, at, at this this point in the day, it is uh, rather early. Oh, sorry about sorry. that, Alora. Oh, that's all right. Um, but nevertheless, uh, you're here. Would you care for some? And you see, like the little tiny end table kind of scoots over on its own, and the tray drops down to the bottom. Perhaps some tea or snacks Very if you like. Kind. Yes. 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 Could you just you can try tea from Iman. Mm. Mm -hmm. Is it good? Mm. Is it the same? Is it? I'm going to try everything available. So. 
You hear some additional footsteps heading down the steps. And Any cookies? Uh, there are some, some cookies on there. Um, and you see uh, another kind of comfortable outfit, a shorter, stockier female form, darker skin, kind of uh, almost like, a, like an ashen auburn hair, um, walk down, looking a bit grumpy and kind of like, like they woke up not too long ago, and as she comes down scratching her face, you see a little bit of a scar on one side, kind of. Okay, so are these these um, these idiots and the, the these friends that were in that <laughs> weird ball thing you were mentioning? Yeah. Yes. Um, you're welcome to join if you'd like. Well, I haven't had company in a while, I suppose. So, hi, I'm Kimo. What's what's your thing? Hello. So, hey. Hi. We are the Mighty Nine. We are right. those assholes. Pardon us. That's all right. We've known a few. <laughs> she kind of goes over and scoots up, grabs a stool, and kind of joins you all at the table and begins just kind of munching on the snacks. Kind of, and at first it's very like casual. Um, Caduceus, Caleb, and Beauregard. You notice that while she, while this Kima figure is keeping it casual, she is very intently reading each of you. Head to toe, like going going from like a welcome to my house to a military style bead on each of you. She's cool, and it's definitely kind of imposing herself at a slight angle to put a shoulder almost between Allura and the rest of you in a protective fashion. Allura sits down. <clears throat> so, um, I want to be of the pleasure. Well, Bottoms. we tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> this is quite disturbing. Um, and this individual, this this nonagon you speak of, um, what do you understand of their capabilities? They seem to have um, a lot of mental gymnastics that they can do. They they have um, eyes printed on their body that can cast spells. We think, and also. Beauregard learned that um, they have extreme, you know, mental psychic abilities, right? Are we? Yeah, he almost killed me by exploding my brain. I mean, if it, we've got to talk about things at some point. What sort of spells was it able to cast? Um, he cast a spell that caused us to not be able to cast anything. Like an anti-magic sphere. Yes, but it's it sort of. Shot out. Lazed over an area of the, the, the fields we were on, and, and it was a fixed space of the battlefield. It did and not turn with him. It, it, it seemed oh, it to be. No, it did turn. I thought it didn't. I no, thought it no. specifically made a point. It didn't. It didn't it, turn. The eye moved I, over the body when he turned around, right. and then he was able to shift it on a Oh, the so eye, he could use it like a little robot casting. eye? Yeah, it's, a, it's real shit. Oh, shit. And yeah. it seemed like it came from the eye, right? Yeah. So I imagine that each one of his. Tattoos could do the same sort of, or could do something interesting, terrible. She sets her glass down. He also doesn't sleep. Ever. He just says he only dreams. Oh, well, that seems fun. Yeah. It's been a very disappointing. Oh, 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 hey. He also seems to be able to watch us all the time, so maybe uh, do a oh, little yeah. scanny. It's immediately you see that, you watch as Allura's eyes kind of just shine with a silver shimmer, just kind of passing over them. Doop! And immediately starts looking about. And she points a finger. Shit! 
Thank, thank you for the warning. Sorry, sorry. We've brought the danger to your house, sorry. Wonderful. And Kima just sits there and goes, I'm not going to take any chances, and she gets up and walks up the stairs. Oh. Well, an, an anti-magic cone uh, is unfortunate, um, especially for those of you with a skill set that requires it. There are a number of creatures in nature that utilize such defenses, very dangerous ones, beholders and such. There are some tools that have been developed in the hunting of such beings. I'll see what I can muster. Do you know anything about these Luxon beacons that are so attached to the dynasty? They seem pretty convinced that these beacons can be scattered across all of Exandria. Do you know if... I, I know a, a, a cursory bit about the religious history of the Kryn. Um, I know of these relics, these artifacts, but their the religious significance. Um, but no more than that. Have you not discovered any here in Amon or in Taldori? Not to my knowledge, no. Insight check. Make an insight check. <laughs> but if she's the big bad of the <laughs> That would be so epic. <laughs> that would be incredible. Welcome to the long game. <laughs> it's going to make watching it's the animated series that much more awkward. Uh, <laughs> 16. It's okay. Uh, no, she seems to be genuine. She's not has nothing to hide, it seems. Okay. You said there were tools that it might aid in the hunting of such creatures that, that have an anti-magic cone or sphere. Um, do you know, it, it, it canceled out our magic. Does it have the same effect with magical um, items, weapons? It did, it canceled out Caduceus's glasses. He couldn't see in, in the dark anymore. If it, yep. if it does indeed follow a similar pattern as to this, this uh, capability of other such creatures, then yes, enchanted objects, while they are within the field, are also negated into just mundane objects. Enchanted objects. Breakable? Not not to alarm you, and I will uh, summon the Star Razor, blade down, hilt up. Um, I don't know if it's enchanted. We went through quite a bit of effort to try and correct, fix this. Where did you find that? Kind of made it. Well, no. We. Maybe. Found us, and then we fixed it. What do you do? You know this? Do you mind? No, no, not at all. She kind of grasps the handle, and you watch as she places her fingers over it. Her eyes give this kind of faint orangish glow, and a bit of kind of uh, orangish energy shimmers across it, like a like a almost like a laser wave. And goes, hold tightly to that, my friend. That is a powerful thing you hold. Are you familiar with this blade? Not that blade in particular, but items like it. Um, they're referred to as a vestige of divergence. A what? Of, it's a vestige. A he got vestige a vestige. Of divergence. Yeah. Of what? Because we watched. <laughs> they are. We watched it exalt. Submerged yeah. Yeah. They are. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Artifacts um, scattered and, in some cases, recovered since the calamity. Uh, divine artifacts forged by the gods themselves or uh, champions and chosen of their ilk to combat the betrayer gods in the final. Conflicts of it. And Ford got one? You're telling us our friend is walking around with an artifact made by the gods? Or made by a very powerful being of that time period, which is quite a gift. It also puts a target on your back if others come to find this information. So I would behoove you to. Um, the sword disappears. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> 
such things are very highly sought after, and not always by the most moral individuals. Found half of that basically in an antique shop. Gods, Caduceus, thank you. Oh, no, and you know, sorry about one more target on your back. I mean, I don't uh, even know where you'd fit it. That's three. That is true. Four. Do, do you think a <laughs> do you think a vestige <laughs> of this nature? Do you think it would be counted out by such a uh, area of anti magic? It is very powerful enchantment on the weapon, but I can't say because I do not know the the nature of the source of this this negation. If this this entity, this nonagon that you speak of, is indeed uh, bestowed its capabilities by this. An entity of this power, especially of Aeol, of this, this, these archmages of this time, who knows the limits of it? I would not count on it. We find ourselves scratching at the edges of ancient history. You are highly learned. Do you know anything about these philosophers, the Somnovum? I'm afraid I don't know more than what you've discovered. Hmm. Like you said, you scratch at the edges of ancient history, history that's only being uncovered by the few individuals that are currently delving, and they are covetous of what they find. Such information is extremely, well, worth a lot of money. So the fact that you've acquired what you have through your um, clever means is incredible. Um, I have a question. The people that inherit the souls from the beacons, they remember their previous lives, right? I am not a specialist Do on, we know? on the beacons you speak of. Eventually. Meaning someone who's consecuted, okay. they remember their... You, yeah. the, yes, you would know, that you would recall. They do. They do. When they're born with a new life, they do not, but then around, around adolescence, they have what's yeah. called anamnesis. They begin to... Memories of their past lives begin to bleed with their current life, and they have to go through a, a uh, assisted meditation to essentially consolidate all of their memories into one new person. Which and sort of hooks into what we know with children being kidnapped. Kidnapped, yeah. Right. Children Walking didn't know what was, up, what was up right. yet. But if but, they yeah. don't go through that process, will they remember or no? Families, you don't know. We don't know. But the Bride Queen is one of the oldest Souls, she remembers the most. One, uh, one of the longest run. That other, uh, the, uh, the goblin. Mm -hmm. Isn't it possible that she would have memory of the time around then? If everything we're talking about. Yeah, that is true. It's possible. Do we know how long the Bright Queen has been around? Do we remember that? As far as you know, she's been around since the tail end of the Calamity, at the very least. A couple thou, right? Around the same as oh, a thousand or more. Yeah. yeah. Boy, we're going to be doing the roundabout, aren't we? I know. Yeah. Maybe are we asking the wrong questions? Or the wrong people? No. I mean, Laura uh, said that she has tools that can help us Anything. potentially fight an anti-magic. You wouldn't want to come fight with us, would you? Help save the world. You see, she kind of rests her hands on her knee, or her elbows on her knees, and clasps her chin in her hand and goes, "Hi." Kima can come too. Jester, don't be. Silly, Allura and Kima aren't the type that would go. Off, I don't think Kima's much off. of a fighter. No, she I don't think so. Look at their house. The they're just they're stay-at-home bodies. She didn't look very. Uh... Based on the way you've described this individual, and your experiences in Isilcross, what knowledge I do have and have heard of Aeor is not welcoming 
to those of a an arcanist's background. Mm. I'm not. I wouldn't be against it. But I'm not as young as I used to be. I have many responsibilities here, and to be honest, I may be of more aid here, acquiring attention and interest to what it is you're doing. Mm. If what you're attempting fails, and nobody knows or is ready of what may come through, then everything crumbles. I think I'm maybe of more use in trying to, to gather others, to convince, I don't know, members of this council, convincing people from across the seas to, to be of aid and, and to be ready in case what you're tempting doesn't come to pass. Who all is on the council? I wonder if it, it should well, Maybe one day you'll meet them. Would we be, maybe we should go talk to the council. <laughs> maybe we should at least and, and go see a, them. <laughs> make our plea. I, I say I this. Like that idea, I, I appreciate that. Um, bureaucracy requires a, a gentle touch, and I say this with respect. You are all a bit scattered and blunt and rough on the edges. No. You remind me of a number of folks I've met in the past. Um, besides, if time is of the essence, uh, let me yeah. see what I can do, and I can be in contact with you for as long as. Well, we're able to be in contact. And you, you spoke of ways to um, deal with uh, creatures like beholders, you said. Yes, I, and at this point you hear the ksh, 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 and you watch as Kima comes down the stairs in full armor. Oh, shit! Like, blade on the shoulder. Oh, I misjudged you, I'm so... What? Look, if you've all brought any of this dark shit into our home... I step behind Jester. <laughs> that is an amazing weapon you are wielding. What is that? Check out that armor. What's that made of? It's made of metal. <laughs> is that also a, yeah, a, 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 a ves vestige? Oh, do you wield a vestige of divergence as well? Totally. Inside no, check. Inside check. <laughs> 17. Huh? Nah. She's totally lying. Is that platinum? Parts of it are platinum, yes. Well, I thought that is so platinum. expensive, dude. It's all so functional. I didn't come here for an interrogation. Who the hell do you think you are, anyway? Oh, no, we're, we're, we're just admiring, uh, clearly, your prowess as a warrior. Trying to be complimentary. Hey, don't mind them, halfling to halfling. I get it. You're a fighter, you're an adventurer. That's what's in our halfling blood, right? Yeah. Yeah. Back off. Thank you. Sorry. Sets the blade to the side. Alora goes, cool. Kima, cool. Kima, it's all right. Um, they are, um, they are on the path to an extremely dangerous, if opportune, climactic struggle. <laughs> Kima kind of gives a look. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I just thought you were a bunch of yahoos that ruined our morning to sleep in. I mean, they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. No, like yeah. Really described. And I also respect you accepting the truth, okay. And the Lord turns to Kim and says, there is some things afoot far to the west, to the east of us. And she begins to speak, and you all kind of chime in and inform Kima of in a much more succinct way, the the weight of the dangers you're facing and the this 
Cognosa, this living city that draws ever closer and ever hungrier as its distant protege in the Nanagon seeks to open the doors to bring it back into this space and whatever that entails. Kim goes like, well, how confident are you feeling? Us? Wow. Not uh, us. We'll no, give not, it not our all, all, you know. Well, it's not been 50, going great 50. so far. We already went hand to hand with these guys, so um, they beat us pretty good. We know what we're up against. We were exhausted, but even still, they were, we were so exhausted. <laughs> they, were they were too, too. even yeah. still. They don't sleep. Yeah, but they were holding back when we were dealing with the we, uh, ancient white dragon. Yeah. Only there was a way to get more residuum. Sorry, sorry, had Makima kind of kind of sits over on one one side of her her armored leg and looks too alluring. Goes, I mean, do you think? And the Lord goes, No, I'm not losing you again. If this encroaches anywhere, anywhere in danger beyond what they're attempting, then. Yes, but we've seen others like them do great things. Real dangerous, we're real scared, we're real, it's pretty dangerous. Sure could use a sword made out of platinum. <laughs> mm? I feel like platinum tonight, like platinum tonight. <laughs> do you actually say anything about it? Yeah. What do you say? What, what? What, what? No, I, I say you that. say that. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. <laughs> what the hell is my persuasion? We did just beat a dragon, by the way. No. Of course you did. <gasps> did you? Natural twenty. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh! These rolls you guys are ridiculous tonight. Really? Well really? Night. It's real done. We're last we're with the Nanagon. And we all rolled like absolute yeah. yeah. Jeez. A total <laughs> of twenty-five. <laughs> Kimmy gives you the look and goes, <laughs> Allura goes, well, um, let's see what we can muster to help. Uh, we'll be right back. And they, they go ahead and make their way up the, the staircase, and you could hear like talking and whispering as they head up there, and you all kind of left there with the tea set and your snacks for a bit to kind of discuss amongst yourselves. If you have any stray pieces of amber, that would be welcome as well. <laughs> Residuum, I really wasn't kidding. <laughs> 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 tea is alcoholic kombucha. <laughs> this is a really nice rug. That is African yogurt. A real nice what? Rug. rug? <laughs> Should we just like look under it? Yeah. Is there a rug? Can I pick mm-hmm. it yeah. up? Yeah, there's a rug. We're central, sitting on a rug. Central carpet. You have detect magic? I, I do. do. I cast it. Where did you cast it? it? Yeah. <laughs> the carpet is not mad. Oh, <laughs> of course it is. It was at one wish, time. I wish you had just taken it is and it jumped out a window. What is going on? Still good. I can't. I don't get Island. it. 
Oh, I'm getting the last game. This was a magical item. <laughs> I'm just like playing the sequel of a video game, and they've just changed things. You're like, <laughs> is there a window or a door, uh, the platinum or the level that we're at, that we could just like see if it's dark yeah, outside or? Yeah. No, no. It's 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 lit well inside, but you get the sense that a lot of the the like the the white colored stone that this tower is made out of is giving off a faint interior light and keeping it. It feels like a warm daylight, but there's no window currently. Is this, does it look like it's right made now, out of ivory or just white stone? Uh, it's hard to see at this distance. You can go ahead and, and inspect it closer yes. if you like. You okay, it? Have a look. go make an investigation check for Paint me. Paint a new window. I want to see him on. I was adopting your method, did you see? I did, you did it a little weird. <laughs> You're just supposed <laughs> to do like this it. backspin thing. I want to yeah. see if his method, oh, his method would have been so much better. <laughs> I got a 12. 12. Uh, With Sam's method, though, I got a twenty. No, the Sam. Well, you're not Sam, unfortunately. <laughs> so the method doesn't work for you. <laughs> doesn't work for him. Uh, inspecting it, it's <laughs> it's porous on a very small scale, but overall fairly smooth. You don't have a lot of familiar with stone masonry, so you're not quite sure the material, unfortunately. Yeah, but it's well made. Um, what? But what? I was I was just curious. Where would masonry fall on the uh, on the uh, uh, skill chart? Uh, I'm considering an investigation check, okay. and then things people like you know dwarves who have a natural ability to to inspect stone masonry would possibly people advance. Grew up with, with yeah, yeah, lots of stone yeah. stone work. Makes sense. So, uh, after a brief period of time, you hear the familiar clack of armored boots, and you watch as Akima and Alora once more descend down the stairs. Uh, Alora using this kind of beautiful-looking. Almost a similar ivory staff that looks similar to the the tower of which she resides, with kind of a, a silver designs and scrolls across it, and some hanging threads and ribbons, um, and a uh, just like a, just a simple satchel, a sack of some kind. As she approaches, she sets. Uh, well, she puts her hand out, and you watch as the tray shifts itself off to the side and sets down. And she places the satchel onto the table. It opens slightly, and you can see some things inside of it. Hopefully these will be of aid. Um, it's like Winter's Crest. Yeah, it's based on what you had been speaking of. Uh, and she reaches in and pulls out this kind of circular sphere device that has a bunch of deeply set grooves and runes across it. Now you had mentioned this this field. Um, these were used in the hunting of beholders and other such creatures. Uh, they're referred to as an arcane field generator. Um, Who's writing this down? I'm, I'm writing it. Okay. And there are two of them. Uh, they're very rare to find. Not many people know how to make them, and these I acquired by some friends uh, in Vasselheim a number of years back. They're prone to hunting such dangerous creatures. But when activated, it creates a... Um, how best can I describe it? Is Any of you familiar with such uh, such spell work as the Fairy Fire spell? Oh, yes. 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 A similar-like visual perspective. It fills a space with gently floating arcane motes. No physical effect, but it just fills it with these small, glowing, bobbing bits. Anything that negates magic in that field is easy to spot within. It's positioning. Oh, wow. So you can see where the magic is negated. It, it doesn't counteract the negation. It doesn't negate no. the negation. But you can you attack. Where it shows where it is. Spot. Indeed. And for those that were, oh, were hunting beings with such similar capabilities, these were essential. 
Does right. it um, d- does it last a, a while or just a, f- a few minutes? Or um, actually, let me pull that up real fast. Double check. That's cool. Six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, it like like a work. Smoke bomb in the laser. Kind of, oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can do it remains suspended for one hour. Oh. But it cannot be used again until the next dawn. Okay. Oh, they're it's reviewing the ball! And there's two? Yes. Two of them, yes. This is a hand. And what is the. Yes, it is. How wide an area do each of them cover? 100 foot radius. Wow! Oh, we're unstoppable now! Do you have to attune them? No. But each time they are used, there is a chance that they will kill you. No, but they will become inert oh. thereafter. <laughs> and these have seen some use in the past, so be aware. I am not entirely certain how reliable they might be on excessive use. But hopefully, this should aid should you encounter this individual again. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yes. How long does it take to, to turn them on? Like. Oh, uh, an action Sweet. is the term. What is an action? <laughs> Actively utilizing it. You know what the fuck I mean. Um, but it, it creates a low light in the area, too, so in pitch darkness, it does light the space. Oh, this sounds wonderful. Thank you. I'm just going to turn it on what in my we, room tonight. What do we owe you yeah, it's a galaxy items. lamp. Oh, no. yeah. these, well, the, these will be somewhat helpful. Um, not much based on what you're going against. Are you intending. You're intending to go into these ruins of Aeol? And we have to. Yeah. That's where the baddies are going, so. Here, here's my question. We'd like to. Should you not stop this, Nonagon, and they do indeed complete their journey into the astral plane, do you intend to pursue? Wow. Oh. You know, we, uh, we haven't really gotten that far yet in our conversation. That's but it does seem see. like that's what they're. They're doing. Would right. we be able to, you know, like breathe there or move? I mean, we floated in the astral sea before. If you've been there before, then you would know, yes. But so, my friend, Artagan, he told me about um, there's this ability that he was teaching me that I could transfer between planes, right? But apparently, in order to do it, I have to have some sort of thing tuned to that plane. So yes, I, I don't have anything tuned to the astral plane. I don't know how he would get there. <laughs> I've been before. I can provide that. Rami, what's your friend's name? Artagan, the, the traveler. Are you a follower of the Traveler? Do you know? By no means. Oh. oh. Interesting. You know, you know Artie? Uh, not personally, but I've, I've heard of his exploits before. This is the first time this has ever happened. He's wow. been very busy. We never run into anyone other than on the island. I mean, yeah. Truly. We I mean, he has a bunch of followers, he had a bunch of followers before, you know, the cult broke apart. Oh, but. broke apart, that seems par for the course. The Moonweaver. Well. <clears throat> Regardless, this um, uh, and she kind of gestures to the satchel and pulls out another smaller bag. Oh, there's more, more stuff for those that requested a bit of residual. <gasps> oh, that's the 
did you shall receive. There, there, there is a pouch of 500 gold worth of wow. I will be. I will. I will be so careful with this. The pouch this says witchstone wit on it. That's I think. so rare. Yes. Where did you acquire so much residuum? There's a racket to the east of here. Um. Um. Those are. These are things that you may keep. We, what do we owe you? Very what do we do for you in exchange? There must be something. Well, I know what you look like. We have mutual friends. If you abscond with these and all of this was a lie, I will find you and punish you with all the strength of the council behind me. That's so I I trust that this is all going to the goodwill of what you're attempting to do for the betterment of Exandria and all that live within it. Yes. Yeah. As part of that, I could lend you something. And she kind of pauses for a second and holds her staff forward. Says, this, this has been my staff for quite some time. I would very much like to have it back. Wait, this is your magical staff? Yes. I, may I see it? You want to send us with it into the Astral Sea? We might not come back. It served me well in the past. I believe that what you're doing is important enough to play the risk. Wow. Do you want to hang on to mine, maybe? What is the collateral? <laughs> <laughs> Pull my crystal off and. Yeah, be careful. A lot of beetles live in his. I'm good, thank oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it where you must, just beyond the walls of the tower, though, if you don't mind. Uh, no problem. This is, wow. I could tinker with it later, but what is the nature of this? Um, well. And she kind of looks you keenly in the eyes. I think you'll ascertain its nature. Surprises. This is most generous. Surely we will be on our way to meet a fate and a, a fight that will be, and I look to Kima, told Throughout the ages, we shall either be remembered forever or forgotten swiftly, an event not to be missed. Thank you, Adora. <laughs> Kimis the there goes. Well, you don't want to say anything with a fucking vestige, what? <laughs> what, this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But look, if we're lending stuff, and Kima walks up towards Yasha. Oh! I don't know you. Fair. I. I... But I like your style. Oh, thanks. <laughs> really stylish. And to be fair, I don't think he could lift this. So. Probably true. I don't know what it is, but I imagine he wouldn't be able to. And she like takes a moment and kind of like. Looks back at Allura. If you go out there and get killed and don't come back, I'm gonna find you, I'm gonna kill you. Okay. She hands you the handle of the blade. The platinum greatsword? Mm-hmm. Uh, really? What does it do? What does it, what? Can what I give it some 
some swings. Yeah. Back up, back up, back up. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, don't throw this one, Yasha. No, this stays in my hand yeah. the whole time. Surprisingly lightweight, extremely well balanced. But when you swing it, the weight adjusts and shifts to the tip of the blade to give it even a stronger cut. And for some reason, even just holding it, you feel a little more confident. Wow, this is balanced so well. Right, I said don't lose it, okay? I will not, uh, can I loan you one of mine for, uh, so you have something? Yes, please, that'd be great. Okay, uh, take your pick. Magician's judge or skin gorger? <laughs> she looks at them both and goes, Skin Gorger? Really? I didn't name it. Okay. <laughs> does look pretty cool, though. And Alora goes like, Kima, I don't want that in the tower. <laughs> he goes, I'll take the judge. Wow. You can see her, like, as you're holding it, she's like. I'll take such good care of it, I promise. <sighs> look, I haven't used it in years, so at the very least, maybe it'll find some use. In your hands. In my hands, it will find some use. I she sure can't go with them and alert Every like, single night. Alert goes, Kima, please just stay with me. Somewhere during all the last two minutes of conversation of swords and staffs and stuff, I nudge um, Veth and Jester and I surreptitiously pull a cellabone out of my bag and place it on the moving ta- uh, side table. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, friends, I'll begin to reach out to my various allies and contacts to inform them of the prospective danger. They'll be made aware of what you're doing and begin contemplating and deciding how best to prepare in case things do not go as you planned. If you require our aid in the interim, you know how to reach me. Tuning, tuning. Oh, yes, yes. Um, right, and she puts her hand out, and in this flash, you see this this oddly, almost invisible, translucent shape appear on the ground before solidifying with color, and poof, a mysterious chest appears where there was none in front of her. She tips her hand up, and it opens up, and on the inside, you can see an ex- exquisitely laid out collection of various spell components, Odd objects, Ooh. just a, an, an array of all things that a mage might need. You are drooling at this. A lot. Oh, she bends down and kind of begins to pick through. Huh. Ooh, a red one. Um, pulls out this this piece of what looks like like a dull copper material, like this singular rod that kind of curves and waves, and uh, hands it to you. This is attuned to the astral plane. I believe with the magic that you are attempting, this should be what you require. Thank you very much. Also, please return that to me. It is a bit difficult to get a hold of. I can imagine. Thank you. It shuts and vanishes. We are greatly in your debt, truly. Well, just don't fail. Any last words of wisdom for dealing with the Astral Sea if we end up there? Well, things may look further away than they really are. Things that look close may be long off. You don't need to walk, though you can if you wish, as you glide with but a thought. 
it's discombobulating. Direction seems to lose meaning within a short time, and many strange and very dangerous creatures lurk through there, feasting on dreams, ideas, and those who physically make this journey. There are creatures that have called it home for quite some time. Some keep a keen eye out. If they arrive via ship and yellowed skin, run. Mm-hmm. What? Ship skin? What? If they arrive via ship with yellow skin, run. And just be careful. If you indeed have the ability to travel there, that means you also have the reason and capability to travel back. That device you hold and that ability may be your only means of survival. Okay. Maybe we won't have to go. Yeah. Here's to hoping. Get him before that. But once again, Time is of the essence in that regard. <sighs> we have about a week to get our affairs in order. Probably want to wrap that up in half the time just to be safe, just to be sure. And our goal is to cut them off at the pass. Good. But now, if we fail. Fail safe. Fail safe. Well, I wish you all the absolute best of luck. I'm impressed. Threefold now. Should we continue on our way, or should we try and find a tavern for the night and, I don't know, magic shop? It's early morning here, but it's quite late for us, I believe. Maybe one night here, and then Rexandrum? Astrid, Bright Queen, Ludinus, Trent. We should probably just head back. Do you? I mean, I would love to explore the city, but Time. it's probably not our best. All, while they we don't talk. have to stay here tonight, but there are stops before we return to Isocross. I think. I think that speaking to the Queen is a very good idea. I think that your idea to see if my uh, old schoolmates would be willing to procure. More of those, which is not beyond comprehension. If we could go totally incognito for the rest of the week, that is worth another two days. Should we head straight to Rexendrum? Or do we have any more business in Amon? I don't even technically know where we are right now. I think Rexendrum is best for first stop. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Lady Allura, b- before we skedaddle, yes? may I just have a word in, in private with you? I have a bit of advice needed. Certainly. Um, this way, please. Is it all right if I draw on the floor here? Is that okay <laughs> while you go talk, or is there a better place for that? I don't, it's a beautiful room. The chalk will be consumed by the incantation. You'll be fine. I will draw on the carpet, thank you. That's what it's there for. I'm going to leave some tea. This was so nice. I just feel like it's just appropriate. To... Um, Next to the celebration. Allura walks with you uh, a bit up the staircase into the very top of the next floor, which you can see separates into two other staircases that kind of curve upward. There's a door to the left that seems to offshoot from the tower that makes little sense. Um, but 
you've been in a few towers at this point, and mages just have an odd idea of how architecture should function. Um, the room is dimly lit. Looks almost like the lower chambers were specifically lit for your arrival. And as you kind of step into space, she bends down. Now, uh, what can I do for you? Oh, yes, it's not much. I just thought I could ask you for some magical advice. Um, you, you said yourself that um, uh, folks like yourself, sorcerers, wizards, have some trouble up there in Isilcross. Um, and I'm, I'm worried about my friend Caleb. He's, um, he would never admit it, but he's extremely weak. Um, <laughs> he would. Uh, and he's powerful, and we're going to need him up there. And I, there was a bit of magic that I had heard of that I, I don't think that he can teach me, but um, it's an abjuration spell, and I thought you might be able to. Um, oh, I love this. It's, uh, it's something that can protect the mind, an intellectual fortress, so to speak. But I, 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 haven't, um, I haven't been able to study it since we've been running hither and thither. So you're looking for the spell Intellect Fortress? Uh-huh. That's a cool idea. Welcome to Mindhead. Welcome to Mindhead. Right. That is a third, yeah, okay. She thinks for a moment. I believe I may. Copying it may take some time, and if you're in a bit of a rush, let me see what I can do. And she steps off into the left-hand chamber, leaving you there kind of alone at the top of the stairs, in kind of the dimly lit darkness of this open floor. Any pictures around? Make a perception check with disadvantage. Disadvantage! Uh, nine. You don't see much in the way of, of decor details from your current standpoint. You do see um, one like heavier tapestry that wraps around the far side of the room, but you're too far away to make out any details. Would probably be rude to steal something, so I'll just <laughs> I'll just wait. <laughs> a short time later, she returns and has a small case, like it's a simplified wooden case, and goes, "Well, maybe this will do for you." Oh? Oh, yes? It's a scroll of a, a spell that seems to pertain to the request that you've made. Excellent. Thank you. I, I care for him very much and, you know, want to keep him safe. I, I saw you do the same with Lady Kima downstairs. Oh, it's more the other way around, really. Um, nevertheless, I'm sorry your friend is so weak. Well,. He's actually the strongest among us, with everything except for his body. <laughs> well, I'm certain he's found ways to exemplify his usefulness in yes. your group. Um, anyway, thank you so much for uh, opening your home to us and showing us, you know, your friendship. We've traveled a long way together and we've made a lot of enemies, um, but it seems that the friends that we've made, however few, have been the right ones, so. I have a fairly good read on individuals, and you all, complicated as you may be, seem to, I don't know, be worth investing in. 
And besides, Yusa owes me a mighty favor. Oh, okay, well. Um, but yes. I'll set you on your way then. Yes, please. And as you all gather once more, Caleb finishes his teleportation circle, gathering in the center of the Alabaster Tower, heading towards Rexentrum, is what he said? Yes. That's what we said. We'll never know. Is you hear the distant flush? Yeah. <laughs> I heard the distant flush. You wait for Caleb to return. <laughs> Cascading wide palace. <laughs> sliding. Jagged. Jagged. In the meantime, Melora, is this is this tower made of ivory? Uh, no, it's not made of ivory. Oh. Do you have any ivory? Why do you need ivory? Well, I could use it. But I can also shop. We'll be we'll be somewhere. Yeah. yeah. We should have it's time a very to lovely store. tower. Is it? Uh, is very old. Um, most of it has been renovated. Oh, renovation! Past couple of decades. Nice. Yes. Um, nice. Always good to spruce up t- the place. Terrifying run-in a while back with a white dragon. <laughs> we just had a run-in with a white dragon. <laughs> I can almost guarantee you it was not the same. Oh. Um. Well. Good luck. And Godspeed. From all the Pantheon. Voices. <laughs> as you finish your spell, as you guys all begin to rush, and the last thing you hear is Kimmy go like, Bring it back! I will! <laughs> you all rush into the circle, feeling yourselves suddenly thrust to the space between space and drawn towards your destination of Rexentrum. And that's where we'll go ahead and take a break. That was what? crazy. Oh, you got what, what a loot. Can I say the name of it? The yeah, sword? what do I what do I yeah. add? You got the Holy Avenger. That's right. What? Platinum Great Sword. Kimmy got that in campaign one. Yeah. That oh was that was one of the God. that was one of the spoils that you guys had, but none of you used this two-handed greatsword so really that wanted to give it. So you gave it to her, and now she's right. giving it back a campaign back later. And only because you rolled a fucking natural 20 on that shit. So <laughs> that's amazing. I was like, you can. Oh, that was a you can certainly try moment. I'm like, <laughs> I know. All right. So it, and one of a, the two Thank of us you. is going to end up with amazing. This, with this. No, that was a piece of the old into sure. the new. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We'll see what it is. Plus I am so attached to my. Uh, um, my this sword is amazing. Uh, yes, staff is. is barely useful. So yes, it, we'll see. So the yeah. the tuning thing that she gave me that'll get me back to our plane too. Uh, or I needed you. A, you would you would have a, a, a device to get you back to your 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 common plane. Okay, that's easier for you to craft and attune to. We'll okay. talk about it. It's oh, the we'll places you haven't been. That's, that's, that's like, yeah. yeah. Well, we got a break. We forgot. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. We're gonna break. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, we'll see you back here in a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why, hello there. This is Critical Role's resident art dad, also known as Liam O'Brien. We are continuously amazed at the artwork this community creates. That's why each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, we share a curated gallery of submitted fan art over on CritRoll.com. If you'd like to submit your art for consideration, visit CritRoll.com submit. And thank you to all of the incredible artists who share their talents with us week after week. And welcome back. First so. word. 
Yeah, nobody said no. anything to you. We did. Yes, we did. I did. Yeah. Oh, I was zoned so zoned out. Talison did it with eye contact. I, I was thank impressed. You. I was I was trying something. It was good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you always eye contact. So, <laughs> returning, you all <laughs> emerge in the basement of the Cobalt Soul Archive of Rexentrum. There, sitting across the way, one of the various guardians of the library goes. Who goes there? Ah, uh, shit. I'm <laughs> We've honestly been really good at alerting people. The invasion is over. I know who you are. I know, I know. Sorry. Our consistency is key. Apparently. Um, go ahead. Expositor. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you think we should check in with Udala while we're here and be like, hey? Sorry, the thing we definitely Stop looking for it. Yeah, it's yep. in the woods. Yes, yeah. Okay, I look for you, Dala, or I flag down one of the archivists. Okay. Um, as you guys head up, it's it's a, a I'd say a slightly more than usual bustling day at the library. Nothing unusual, just like a, oh. a number of people walking through. Um, you ask one of the nearby uh, archivists, and they look. Yes, it's Positor Borokar. Uh, this this way. Uh, we're in a minute, bit of a meeting, and meeting leads you over to uh, one of the side kind of gathering chambers. And the door is open, and there is kind of a conversation happening with a few of the members of the archive, as well as Udalafan. Um, and as soon as you walk over, you can see Udalafan stops talking, glances over, and sees you. Ah. Oh. Beauregard, give us just a moment, please. Oh. Okay. Yudal looks at the other folks and kind of gives like a nod wordlessly, and they finish up, take their materials, and they all begin to leave. Can I read any lips for my observant? Did I catch any of the last what they were saying? Make a perception check. Okay. 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 It's fine. Uh, 16. 16? You pick up not of Udalafan, who had turned kind of away from you to continue the conversation. Somebody else across the way quickly retorts with much to think about. And they begin to leave as Udalafan then looks over and gives you a gesture to enter the chamber. Okay. Are <clears throat> these guys joining me? Are we allowed to? It's up to you. It's up to me? Oh, do you ask? Or like. Uh, yeah, I guess I was asking them, and do you guys want to come in? To a secret secret meeting? Yeah, of course. Thank well, you. I yeah. think it's as we're, the meeting's over. As we're walking in, I'm going to just grab Ford and go, isn't there a chance we're like wanted criminals in this city? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. As the rest of you begin to approach, um, some of the guardians on the outside of this meeting chamber actually interface to stop you oh. as Beauregard begins to walk in and Yudalafanga. Uh, My apologies, just a moment in private, please. Oh, yes. Sure, of course. We will keep yeah. watch That's out it. here. Just only <clears throat> expositors can go in? For the time, just a few moments. Okay, all right. Sorry. You enter, and it's just you and the High Curator. The door closes behind, and inside of this chamber, um, and you've not been in this room in the Rexentrum Archive before. There's similar chambers in Zadash, where he had originally trained, but on the inside here, it is an octagonal 
uh, room that in the center, it's very war room-esque. You can see there's a central chamber, or a central table in the chamber that has an oval-type shape. There are no chairs. It's very much a standing and leaning type uh, composition. Everyone's meant to be at attention around the table. Uh, the center of it has this kind of soft um, blue material stretched over it, and at the very edge has kind of a, uh, a faint, kind of almost like white gold trim that clamps on the material to make it smooth and straight. Uh, I'm going to wait two minutes and then cast message to her during the meeting. You've got it. <laughs> to me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you make your way around, and, and Udolophon is well known within the organization. They're definitely one of the most respected figures uh, in the Cobalt Soul in Exandria, let alone the one that holds, essentially holds the fort against the crown here in the capital. Um, so, being just the two of you in the chamber is a little intimidating, to say the least. Now, as they turn to you, uh, and you instinctually meet them on the opposite side of the chamber, uh, they smile warmly. They're, you know, bright kind of orange-red hair, uh, and soft position seems to offset the unexpected tension of your team being excluded from this. What's wrong? I immediately say. Right. My apologies. Um, things have been curious in uh, the capital as of late, and there's just a lot of conversation abound in trusted circles. Um, specifically, there has been conversation around the king of investigations between the Cerberus Assembly and the Kryn Dynasty. This was begun by uh, Expositor Dairon, mm -hmm. and some of what you have been able to extend in your journeys has helped us piece this together. But this was kept internal. Either there was a leak, or they've had their own investigations within the Organ Trust, which is possible. This is not a bad thing, as, to, to be perfectly honest, infighting amongst those who are wrongly in control of this empire only makes their position of power weaker. Are you in danger? If you are not, curse. Anything else will be interpreted as a call for help. You may reply to this message. Well, fuck. He's okay. He's okay. <laughs> um, if you'd like a more formal discussion, uh, Dairon is within the archive. Um, if you'd like to speak with him on your way out. <laughs> I'm trying to get a read on this situation, High Curator. Are we in trouble? No. No. I guess I'm frustrated that we were the ones heading this investigation and assembling proof and attempting to really suss out the scope of this uh, treachery. 
and to possibly use it to undermine key figures within the Empire. Um, however, this is a bit too soon, and if these investigations are coming directly from the Crown, then that means, while advantageous in some ways we had hoped, we lose control over how this can be weaponized against such figures. And you see Udala glance around with a lot of this conversation, just being very careful that nobody is in the chamber or listening, as some of this conversation would be considered in its own right, uh, easy to interpret. And the Arkan Trust is the Dwindalian? Like, it's the Dwindalian spy network. Spy network? Yes. Right, 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 okay. But what I really wanted to speak to you about, um, first off, I hope any of our information that you requested is helpful to you. And if not, um, you are traveling in some very um, esoteric places. I also wanted to let you know that um, Zenoth uh, is currently being held at the Zadash Archive under arrest by the library. Zenoth? On top of um, their looking into this mess with the dynasty, Dairon had also been looking into claims that you had apparently made of being kidnapped by the Cobalt Soul and forced into your tutelage. Um. Wow, uh, sorry, I wasn't expecting any of this. Um. Yes? That is not how we operate. I honestly didn't know that. And into this investigation, uh, Dairon discovered that Xenoth was the one responsible for accepting the money from your father and oversaw the acquisition of you and your forced tutelage as well as many other briberies and illegal activity under the name of the library. So, first, let me say thank you for being honest about your experience with the Expositor in aiding us in finding this link and exposing a very serious heat of corruption within our very sorry group. Let me please extend my sincerest apologies. Um. <laughs> Thank you. Um. <clears throat> sorry, I'm, I'm a little taken aback by all of this. The soul really helped me find a way, maybe much more indirectly than what is the norm.
It's odd. Looking at one of the most traumatic moments of my life and on another side, feeling a sense of thanks and gratitude that it happened because it did send me on this path. I didn't know that flaky corn husk of a man actually had any of this in him, to be totally honest. I gave him a lot of shit. Really hard time, if that makes, you know, you all feel any better. He did have to deal with me, so he reaped a little bit of what he sowed. That, that is good to know. And I'm glad that you found a place within the Cobalt Soul. But we would like to think that you would have found your way here regardless, and it should always have been your choice. <sighs> and I know we cannot make that up to you but I want to extend my, our deepest apologies. Um, thank you. Thank you for taking these matters so seriously. I didn't expect it. I guess you get used to cruelty being handed down as the norm. And we are not absolved of responsibility in accidental cruelty. We are people, and people are complicated and messy. But if there's one thing that we cannot abide by, it's corruption within our very halls that stands against everything that we stand for. We are not a body of government. We are not a religious group. We are a people that want to protect those who cannot protect themselves from abuses of power. And you've been abused by somebody in power. And you will see that they are properly punished. You're not required to, but if you wish to engage in the trial in about two months, you are welcome. Oh, um, <clears throat> I guess we'll see if I'm still alive in two months. I'm following this trail that the Nonagon is leaving to the very end. The soul has taught me the utmost value of seeking out and rooting out the corruption, and this is of the most obscene corruption. It is a corruption to life and to all of Exandria. I know it's not political and it's not what the soul normally deals in, but it is a corruption nonetheless. Well, we trust your instincts. But do try and stay alive. And if it gets too dangerous, Turn to us. Okay. Anyway, I think I've left your friends long enough. And I have to attend a meeting with the Council of the Crown, so I guess wish me luck as well. <laughs> 
Hold on to that gut, Beauregard. There's a bright future ahead of you. You'd be smart to focus your attention to Ludinus and Ikathon. It never leaves them. They've been acting quite nervous recently. I must leave. You said Dairon was outside. She should be. And with that, uh, Udalafon heads towards the exit with a much more business face. The Thank you, High Curator. You as well, Expositor. And they continue out past all of you. <gasps> Udala! Give a nod and a smile. So good to talk to you in person. Just walking by. <laughs> sure do enjoy hearing your voice. <laughs> <clears throat> but I talk to I talk to them all the time. We're like old friends. <laughs> they they definitely acknowledged you as they passed, but they they definitely seem like they'd be like in a bit of a rush. <laughs> Spin fun. Well, you're right. So how did they take the news about the uh, cre- threshold crest? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell Dyron. We'll just tell Dyron. Okay. <clears throat> they can run it up the chain. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Are, um, are we in trouble? No. I know, thought that. Do they know about, you know? I, I mean, I think they have some idea, but they're also kind of like into that type of shit. Um. <laughs> the, they apologized. For? For do you all remember Archivist, uh, Archivist Zenoth? Of course. Yeah, yeah, that like um, scraggly, withered, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Just long time ago, but anyway. Bad for me. He um, uh, is arrested, being held by the Cobalt Soul in, in Zadash because he. He was the one who made the deal with my father. The he, deal with your father? To get taken away? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't allowed to do that? I, I asked the same thing. Um, there was always this part of me that never fully trusted the reserve because this operation that seeks out and roots out corruption, apparently accepted this large donation from my father in exchange for me, and I I didn't know what type of weird handshake of a deal my father made, and so I just assumed that it was part of the system, but no, I, I guess Xenoth pocketed that money and is now being held under arrest. That must feel pretty good. Are you all right? Do you know that feeling where um, you didn't realize something was wrong until someone told you and you just lived with it this whole time and (laughs) 
I'm relieved, but also um, kind of reckoning with it at the same time. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. Okay. Because you were um, brought into the fold under corrupt means, does that mean they're throwing you out or anything? Or? No, not at all. Do you feel any differently about the Cobalt Soul? A little bit more comfortable, I guess. Um, assured. Yeah, I mean, in, in a way, they're choosing you over one of their old, old guard, right? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I think that's what's all coming. Seems like a lot to process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Are we killing your dad next? Is that what that's what's happening? I don't know. I'll I'll call you when I need that. Okay. Yeah, Did he commit that. a crime? Like, is he going to be under arrest too? Oh. Yeah, that was my. That was going to be my question. That is a two-way door, I would imagine. Wait, break break this down for me because I feel like I know half of this because I was in and out mentally. Yeah, you've been. Yeah. Zenoth paid your. Dad or your dad paid? My dad paid Xenoth. To let you into the soul? To take me away from him. <laughs> he didn't want to deal with me. Okay. I sent her to boarding school. Sent me to boarding school, exactly. A boarding school that normally doesn't accept payment. It was a school admission scandal? Is that what is that what just happened? Correct. That is from a on, privileged elite. You're on the rowing team? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He told Holy me, shit. he told me, like, tell them you're a great rower, and I was like, I've never fucking rowed in my life. And you took a picture while they drew you, like... Yeah. There's no fucking rivers in Komorda. <laughs> is that what your staff, your staff is, is an oar? <laughs> Big backstory reveal. You're dragon. You're dragon. Holy shit. Yeah, um... <laughs> you know, I, I was a lot, I was a lot to deal with. Bit of an embarrassment to my father, specifically, and he didn't know what to do with me. I got in trouble with the local law enough, and I, I, I never questioned it. I guess I, I just got so used to thinking that that's money motivates people, right? Mm-hmm. Some people. Good to know not everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need to be comforted? Do you need to well, be held in some big, strong arms? Will it make you feel better? Um, group hug. Group hug? Yeah. Sure, oh. group hug. <laughs> Were you just going to cast enlarge on her or something? Or <laughs> I just hold myself. <laughs> just the arms. <laughs> <laughs> the self hug is two twenty twenty. Um. Sorry, Bef before all of that, she also said that they were having a meeting because they're investigating the king. Uh, 
Oh. Um, are we alone in this hallway? Uh, no, you were in the middle of the. Uh, oh, arcade. sorry. I, I thought we were still. No. Uh, well, um. Can't you tell these guards to, I don't know, fuck off? You, uh, can we go in the room that you guys just oh, came yeah, out the of? The war room. Well, let me, let me get a room. Um. Okay, the the war room is is kind of sealed up, but there is a, a private chamber you can. <laughs> can we take the situation room? Yeah, we'll just be like ten minutes. Not a problem, right? We take a side conference room, <laughs> conference room. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Most of us spoken using for. It, right? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you guys have a day spa. Jesus. Okay, close the door. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're investigating King Dwindle because mm. of this. <laughs> See invisibility. Perception check. 21, natural 18. Matt, I will also see invisibility with my new. Excuse me, say what? <laughs> it doesn't work the same as yours. Uh, Boss, we I haven't can... had time. There's been no short rest, so you haven't can... had time to, to uh, tune to it. No, no, it's a feature. Oh. I can see creatures who are invisible within. Don't we have to within... like what? sleep before what do you we. Have? We're pushing it. It's a new thing. At this point, okay. I don't. I haven't even read about it yet. Yeah. Abilities. Okay. Blind sense. I'm gonna just walk around the room, see if there's any invisible people in here. <laughs> sure. <Marco. laughs> um. Feels pretty safe. Okay. No orbs. Yeah. You don't see anything then. Okay. So King Dwindle. King Dwindle. And this whole rigmarole that went down between the Cerberus Assembly and the Kryn Dynasty, and however that handoff happened was. <laughs> so I guess apparently the Ogden Trust did their own investigation and help me because you were talking really fast. Sorry. They're like upset they're... with the Ogden Trust, or they don't trust the Ogden Trust because yeah. they're. No, they they're so, 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 the king is yeah. independently sniffing the Assembly's butt before the Cobalt could. Sniff could their butt. Correct. Their butts? They're, they're, okay. they're worried their investigation is being taken out from under them, essentially. Uh huh. And it and may not have all the information. Right. Or be as as thorough. thorough or, and yeah, uncorrected. Yeah. It's it's hard to try and prove a point that has already been decreed, or yeah, discreet, finished and discarded, and trying to like reprove it than yeah, it is to come out with all the evidence out <laughs> front in a very thorough investigation. Double so, jeopardy stuff. For, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So they're a little worried about that, but. They're looking into it. And they're just letting you know that, that so, since you were in the middle of it, that is transpiring. The assembly is being sniffed out on all sides. Then, that's what it sounds like, right? That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, that's what it sounds. Like. To what extent, you're not sure, but at least it's happening. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that makes knocking on that door all the more interesting. Yes. Did we sleep before we knock on that door? What a day! It has been a I mean, day. Yeah. I feel like we're all going to get sick from all these temperature yeah. drops, yeah, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. We were right, we were like three blocks from... We didn't even see our family. I know. Are we shitty? We're shitty people. There's some stuff going on. I know, it, but we at were At the end right of the day, there. if we save them from the world being destroyed, then we're really good people. You can send a message tonight. I wanted to give him a snowball. Oh, it's probably melted by now. Yeah. Yeah. But you do have the clay doggies. I do. You can just give him a cup of water and then freeze it. Say it was <laughs> water from last throat. Who are we supposed to connect with then, if not uh, Udala? Let me, let me check in with Dairon and I can at least relay this threshold crest information to them and then. They should be able to handle it from there. Oh, 
one thing. Are 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 we gonna be in trouble? You know, is anybody? Do you think? Do they? Do they know about this? You mean for? I mean, not that we didn't. No, we didn't. I mean, we could always say, you know, well, if they find out that she got killed, we could say exactly what happened. That somebody killed her, and we chased after them, and we were trying to get the killers so that we could bring them. Yeah. And you know what? And we got at this point, yeah. it's a bit more of a long-term problem when we are only here for a short time. Right. We're about to go to. Oblivion. So long as we don't get captured, and you know, and then we can't get away, and then he releases. That's true. At this point, Lucian has her body. Yeah. So. You know. <sighs> he does things with bodies sometimes. Like he could put somebody else's soul into it or raise it. And he wouldn't want to raise her body. I don't. We don't really know if he can do that. That's a lot. He can do a lot of stuff. We have been fairly expedient, though. We could, if we agree to, we could uh, let oh. you. Contact Iron. Well, she's, they're here. Oh, fuck. Sure. Yeah. We could do that, do you want to do that tonight or do you want to do it in the morning? We could do, try to get all our business done here. No, I mean, like, they're, they're in the other room. Do that. Well, then go find. Thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. Lead the way. Maybe sleep tonight. And then we'll sleep. Yeah. I'm very tired. Do you want to sleep here in the reserve? Oh, yeah, we could do that. If that's permitted, yeah. Even better. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I go find Dyron. <clears throat> it takes a little bit to find out where Dyron's sitting. See, Dyron at this point has is preparing to go onto another leg of a journey. Um, he's like packing up things, and Dyron packs pretty light. You know, she's used to hopping around pretty quick. But you catch, and she kind of lets over and sees you approach. Beauregard. I just walk up to her and I just give her a huge hug before oh. I can finish what they're saying. <laughs> it is good to see you as well. Thank you. You didn't tell me you were doing all that. When you told me what had happened, it was... deeply bothered me. I'd been hurt before by people in power. And I did what I always wish somebody did for me. Just give him another hug. Thank you for not. Thank you for breaking the chains, I guess. <laughs> Many more chains to be broken. Um, where are you going? Well, I'm going to put my ears out and listen for more of this. Um, looks like you've been informed. Mm-hmm. This certainly mucks up a lot of what I've been working for for some time. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to try and slow the misinformation. Maintain control of this narrative. Let me know if you need anything from me. I will. You still have that seal I gave you? I do. Okay. And 
She kind of pulls it out and looks at it for a second and goes, Actually, Beauregard, I would also like to apologize. Um, kind of just like eyes still on the seal, turning it over in her hand. I have been emotionally driven in the past, vengeful, a clouded mind. And that has led me to have prejudices that were unfounded. Still staring at the symbol of the Bright Queen. Spending time within the dynasty, behind enemy lines, if you will, during this conflict. You just begin to realize how little difference there is in people trying to survive and be happy. Similar conclusions on my end. And I still have my mistrusts of authority. And this Luxon business certainly smells like a religious con. I regret buying into empire propaganda. And I guess if my apology isn't enough, just let this be a reminder that even those above you have their faults and have much to learn. You told me on our first lesson to trust no one, even you and the soul. And early on, I took that advice and ran with it. It's good advice. I don't know. Eventually, you have to trust someone. Yeah. I trust you. Hmm. Well. Do you trust you? We'll find out. Don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, you. You definitely said some really dumb shit. Back in the day, I was. You know, I know. Me, I was like, oof. I know. Feels I know. Kind of extreme. I know. But. <laughs> you're smarter than that. Yeah. You're above the Empire. You're. You're an expositor. I'm still but one person. I'm still learning. Anyway. You're making us all proud, I hope you know that. Let's hope I don't let you down. <laughs> hey, if you're like hiking in the woods, <laughs> um, we kind of sort of attempted to teleport like a giant ancient uh, magical artifact here and didn't really work. It's in the woods somewhere. Lots of fir trees and um, light dusting of snow and. Uh, so you're telling me that you have transported a powerful artifact to a place in the woods, <laughs> and you yeah. would like me to find it? No, not you personally. It's just you know. Uh, Is this dangerous? 
How dangerous? It's hard to say. It kind of feels like it needs to be in the right place at the right time with people who know how to use it. Other than that, it might just be a really big, super magical rock. Like this big. Like, um, like a cheese wheel. But if it was, um, worth like 40,000 okay. platinum and okay. is irreplaceable. I'll. I'll send out a few teams to okay. uh, look for this. Like a giant butterscotch candy. Right, I, I gathered as okay. much. The, the cheese wheel was very evocative. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, um, I'm going to go. Okay. <laughs> I give him like the, the you know. The yeah. Beastmaster handshake. The Beastmaster yeah. handshake, yeah. <laughs> Until the next meeting. Same to you. Puts the stuff over her shoulder and heads out of the archive. I join the others. These spears. Still looking around? None. All right. Information about the uh, threshold crest has been delivered. Right. What okay. ends up happening to it? Not our problem. Not before. our problem. You told one other person, we're I done. <laughs> I fulfilled my end of the bargain. Yeah. How'd they take it? God. Fine. Fine. I think they're really distracted with other stuff. Um, you relayed that this is a really super magical, big, heavy rock in the middle of the woods. I right? said exactly those words. Oh, that oh. apparently are super, super, super rare, right? Don't like, 100%. Cities, like break them up so that like yeah. they can get spread around the world and this is like a big honky one. Yeah, I said it was like the size of a cheese wheel, but like super a magical. cheese wheel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, is it like how a, I would describe I it. I thought it was like. <laughs> I would be like a more like a butterscotch. Like well, I said butterscotch candy yeah. and then she's like, like a, a cheese like wheel a with evocative. <laughs> you know, like a jaw. Well, I mean, it's like, it depends. You know those like Werther's that are a little wonky on one side? Who That's doesn't know fantasy Werther's? <laughs> Werther's I call. <laughs> The Werther's family in Northern Rexentrum, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great confectioners. <laughs> Candy kingpins. Yeah. But I only like Probably the original ones, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. The, the new ones. The old recipe. Yeah, the old recipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. They, they tried to renovate it. It got it weird. It got weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. grandparents loved them. <laughs> Most grandparents do. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I fucking love them. I love them. I love them. Every time, I'm like, I yes! Want some now. <laughs> so what's the plan? Oh, uh, right. <laughs> Are we going to spend the night in the library? We need yes, to sleep. Yes, yes. We yeah, really we need to sleep. sleep. Yeah. Procure chambers and talk, uh, talk out our game plan for the morrow. Yeah, it's easy enough for you to procure a chamber for the evening, or chambers for multiple individuals if you'd like to. Or we can sleep in the match. If you have the spell. No, we can't. No, we can't. We're all still Chambers fucking that... exhausted. Yeah, this is the longest day ever. Oh wow, we're still exhausted. Yeah. Oh, it's still. Yeah, some one yes, day, one long day. One it's been one very long. We jumped day. to the AM. It's like we were in France and then we went to Tokyo. We're for so jealous. One hour. Yeah, you guys are gonna <laughs> we're back to France. <laughs> it's gonna be a little weird. Body, we're, we're like in DC now. It's we're gonna just sleep such a mess. twenty hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I procure us a couple of rooms, um, but let's all gather in one and talk it out. Mm -hmm. All right, easy enough to do. So, uh, after a short time, uh, the evening begins to click into Rexentrum. The city lights begin to fill the streets. Uh, a light rain begins to hit the outside street. You can hear the faint patter before the closed doors to the library are shuttered and locked for the night. 
and you make your way to your chambers, safely. Private, you're good. A light rain, I don't trust it. <laughs> what do you? Uh... I check my belongings. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're open. all gone. Yep. <laughs> Your sword is gone. missing. <laughs> Are you good to check? Again? How long did it take you to get us a room? Oh, it's been a long time since. Nope. No. If okay. they fucking use Fluffernutter against me, I will be so pissed off. Yes, that's the one we'll thing we're really, it. really. Only one of them used a crossbow. You <gasps> thought you hated Otis before. Oh, no. The I probably boat. only have like 10 bolts on me. Motivation rises. Less. I want to buy some while you're in town. Yeah. A couple things we got to get anyway, so I'm gonna need a couple uh, tuning forks. Tuning forks. Tuning forks. So that we can attune to this plane of existence. Oh, okay. I got to remember how to do that. I never, I've never tried it before. I've never tried it, but I bet we could figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll We're ask Barty about it. He'll yeah. know. So for tomorrow, yeah, I have a minor errand to run. Just some components to purchase. Oh, 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 can you get some ivory? Uh, if I can afford it, yeah. Hey, what is your thing with ivory lately? If I can have some ivory, then I can do this spell where we can find out some secrets. Ooh. Okay, so well, let's go. I may have go. some components, too. I'll hit you up later. Okay. Um, just to hit on, on, a, on a very sharp idea, I know that we had contemplated talking to my old um, companions just to see if we could suss anything out, and maybe we can, but... I don't know, it seems like they're in the weeds themselves right now. I might be able to lean there <coughs> and get some more of those medallions and, and hopefully put us all off the map. That would, that's a great idea. You hear that? <coughs> Seconded. Would you need um, company on this meeting, or...? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. With this situation, with the assembly being so heavily investigated right now, mm -hmm. might want to arrange something super secret. I don't think we should walk up to the door. Well, we probably want to have you give a little hello, hello. We're doing this today? No, 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 tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh yeah. And then my only other question is, that will either succeed or fail, but once we're done, are we going straight back into uh, the cold, or do we want to? I can bring you back to see your families. For I think we have. I mean, as much as I would love to and want to. I feel like we should talk to the Bright Queen as well. Don't we have a ticking clock? Yeah, I think that is part of the cold. I think. No, no, no. I just slipped my mind. It's possible. I know that they have that floating city. Maybe we can get back there, and it'll cut down our travel time. But this is still just one. We're at the end of one day. We're guesstimating a week, yeah. even if we take three or four days. So tomorrow, we could I could take us to the dynasty. I could take us also to Nicodronus, if you want, and back into the cold in one day. Wow. Nicodronus, then dynasty, and then back into the cold. Why Nicodronus? Well... What if we don't come back? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, to be fair, Caduceus, your family as well. I have a plan. We're... This sort of thing is something we're comfortable with, but I'm, I'm planning something. It'll be all right. 
If we're not able to take Lucian down here, he's taking these threshold crests to the Astral Sea. We'll have to go to the city. <sighs> Why aren't you guys telling anyone about the eyes on you? I understand you want to keep it a secret, but if there's a way to get them removed, why aren't you trying to do that? I don't think there's a way. From you? Or learning anything about it, having anybody, or showing them what happened to you. Who? Trust. And it's not trust in them, it's trust in us, in Caleb and I. I don't know, I, I guess I, the fear as soon as Allura could have potentially seen the eyes and kicked us out quicker than any assistance would have been given. Or deemed us too dangerous to leave. Exactly. It or crossed my mind to tell her, but. Uh, I'm not against showing people and asking. I just want to make sure We've got our ducks in a row first. Maybe once. The only reason I say that is if we leave it unchecked and it's something that can be used against you or you, we'll feel very foolish for as long as we can feel it. Well, we're going back to Nicodronus. We could check in with Yusa. Allura and Yusa both seem to be third parties, as it were. You don't work for them, and they really aren't attached to either of you. I'd be willing to talk to you, sir. That's fair. Them. Yeah. That's just adding another hour or two to our stay in Nicodronis. Yeah. Okay. We could show them to Trent and then just cut his head off. <laughs> I'd be happy to do that. Oh. I would too. Sorry, poor human. <clears throat> you would do it much faster, though. Mine would be slow. Maybe your way is better. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm good to turn in. Caduceus, um, may I see that staff? Okay, now we'll lay it out and begin identifying it. All right. It is a, it is a Lura's staff of power. Ooh. Shit. Shit. <laughs> it has her name. Give me the deed. It can cast the cantrip yeah. prestidigitation. Yeah. You can look, look up Staff of Power, yep. but it is, it is definitively it's, it's her custom one. Funny. Come on, Allura, fuck. Confetti. <laughs> Did we, were we not clear? Shit. So there's not an Allura Staff of Power in here, it's Staff of Power. It's staff of Power, but keep in mind, mm-hmm. that shit belongs to Allura. <laughs> Staff. Much like your sword. Very rare. Yes. Anyone have dibs on the scepter of blasting, the, the rod of blasting? Kind of has your name written all over it. It does. May I, may I have your rod, Caleb? Yeah. Doink. And I have to attune to this, Matt. Yes. So I'm going to try to put my dagger down. Nah. You're right, it's pretty great. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh no, can you not? Have you not picked up on that? Fuck. Didn't we couldn't on it? dagger's pretty cool. Maybe someone else should I mean, what does the dagger do? Well, it cuts things. And Caleb, is, does it have any magical abilities? 
Uh, yeah, it seems to have a little bit of extra damage when I hit someone with it, yes. Okay, Caleb, why don't you identify the it? dagger and see if it's worth getting rid of the dagger or using the scepter? What? Can you look at the sep- the dagger that not- that Veth's been using and see if it's better than the scepter? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, if it's not better, it then why would you want to hold on to it, you know? You okay there, pal? Yes. What's going on? What's it do? You're looking at the Staff of Power. It does a lot. You're pretty... I, I will admit, I opened it too, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a novel. It is a wizard's best friend. Um, oh, shit. That's a Caleb sort of staff? It or? might be. Depends on whether or not you want to go messing with what you got. Yes, it's pretty, I guarantee you he does. It's, yeah. It's, it's a lot. Ford, do you want an iron stone? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like that, is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, yep. Yeah. What does the ion stun do? I forget, I gave it this gift. It stores an extra spell of some sort of level, I think. I actually usually. thought it made him less squishy. Oh, it does. Oh, there's shit. different ion stones. There's different ones, yeah. I'm going down beneath 100 hit points, but it's okay. Wow. <laughs> How far below? <laughs> uh, we are going to find out. Okay. I'm turning it off. It does require attunement. 87. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I will take off <laughs> back to the basement. My ring of fire protection. Oh no, Travis. And no. swallow it. <laughs> I literally have a, a necklace of plant command, which I don't think is going to come in very useful. Do you want that the, you're ring attuned of, to? the ring of fire? That I'm attuned to. Oh. Can I wear the ring? Sure. I've got to punch him in the gut real hard so it comes back up. <laughs> Which finger do you want to put it on? The right hand. Thanks. <laughs> I have this this rod. If anyone wants it, I he's gonna. See that hey, look. Will you look actually. at Will you look at that dagger that? and of find course, out if it's I've, better or not? Of course. Which iron stone was it? Iron stone of? Uh, uh, it's of uh, fortitude. Thank you. So it increases your constitution. A fortitude. Fjord. It's painful. I. It's painful to give that up, but. Man, of the three things that you have attuned, that's the thing to think. Well, I got a ring of evasion, which means I succeed every deck save I ever make in this game. This staff, though. Yeah, it's staff oh, is no. dope. Certainly. It reminds me of Keyless. All of them. Huh? Staff. Nothing. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Generally. It's cool. <clears throat> you want to look at my dagger? Uh, sure. I will spend the next ten minutes trying not to look over at the staff as I identify the dagger. Okay. Okay. As soon as he goes to reach for it, you instinctually kind of like pull the dagger back. Well, why don't you just rest it down with your hand on the floor, and I will work around it. I'll keep a pinky on it. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh shit! <sighs> Ten. Ten. It's fine. You don't need. You know what it does. Yeah, you're right. It's fine. I've seen it work before. It has an amazing throwing action, and when it seems to hit, it seems to does do like an extra little bit of damage. So I'm good with it. And this this rod. I don't even really know what thunder wave is. So insight check. Sure, make an insight check. I'm very persuasive. That staff is amazing. Mm-hmm. I am going completely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Make a deception check. Oh man, eighty-seven hit points. Oh boy, oh boy. Protection or persuasion, depending on how you. Okay. Uh, nine. <gasps> Seems a little off. <clears throat> oh boy. It's a ring of fire resistance. I mean, 
What does it do? It's a knife. You can stab or throw. <laughs> like you can throw it? Yeah. And that's it? It's a throwing knife? You can throw it or stab it. So you have a you can just attune to something like you yeah. then you don't have a it's no 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 I like I said when it hits it seems to do extra damage like ex, it's got some sort of magical quality. Why don't you have Caleb look at it then? Yeah, I'm not convinced because it's awesome. I know what it does. Don't you want to know it backwards and forwards? Well, the sharp ends this way. <laughs> Death. Summon your bravery. Put it on the floor so I can help you out. It's like that, that goes along with it, but for a 10 minute period of time, it seems a little too much. The ADHD starts kicking in and kind of pull it away. I'm like, eh, it's fine. <clears throat> Do we need to have Yasha restrain you? What's going on here? As if she could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, uh, uh. All I'm right. I'm going to cast command on Veth. Not letting it go. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm going to say, drop it. <laughs> All right, is that a charisma or wisdom saving throw? What is that one? That's a wisdom saving throw. Make a wisdom saving throw. Natural one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but wait, ding, ding. I can reroll one. <gasps> what? <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> oh, you used it, Melody! Yep. You used it! Now? 12. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick! <laughs> I love it! <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing. It clatters to the ground, and you're just kind of standing there in amazement that you dropped it, and that's where you are so far. I'm going to step over and kick it farther away from How it. How long do I have to obey this command? Six seconds. Oh, that's it? Okay. Right. I'm gonna pick it up. One round. One round. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna pick up the dagger. I'll pull out the. I'll pull out the crossbow and, and aim it at you. You, you have my dagger, right? Give <laughs> yeah. it back. I don't like uh, we, people well, stealing from me. I'm not stealing from you. You're I, I'm stealing just, from me. I am holding this. I will give it back to you when we know why you're being Greater so weird. There we go. Okay. Mark off your uh, your diamonds. Oh, Jesus. Girl's best friend. Over a dagger. Over a fucking oh. dagger. How much is it fucking? A hundred gold. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Laura Bailey. <laughs> I'll get another tomorrow. The intensity immediately fades for a second, and you're kind of taken aback by the fact that you're holding your weapon towards Yasha. Uh, I'm sorry. It's been a. It's been a long day. Um, I'm sorry. Was that that was uncalled for? Probably. What? Uh. uh yeah. What is this? Yasha, put it down. You can't. It's <laughs> <laughs> glued to me. I glued you. I'm the new dicks. Those are the new dicks. Yeah. I'm. I'm so sorry. I pulled a weapon on you. Uh, I've done that. To you all, so it's that is fine. super true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Are you okay? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Am, am I okay now, DM? Yeah. What's the dagger? <clears throat> well, I have to have it. 
Well, I kick it over to you, but don't touch it. Can whoa, just whoa, look whoa, at whoa, it. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. So you kick it out of Yasha's hands? Oh, I thought she dropped it. Yeah. Oh, you dropped it again? I dropped Sorry, it. I it. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna like, you know, step on it and walk. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it is a core cut dagger. Mm. It is magical, plus one to hit and damage. And when you hit with an attack, you can expend a hit die to deal an additional 3d6 necrotic damage. Ooh. It's pretty decent. I feel like we learned that. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. It's got other things too. It's also cursed. Mm-hmm. It's also cursed. It doesn't uh, do anything. And and, it, and every time I've been healing, I've been marking off a check mark because once I go down below a certain number of heals, I die. Whenever you are magically healed <laughs> while cursed, you have to expend a hit die in order to regain any lost hit points. Like you have to. If any point you don't have any hit dice to spend and you're healed, you immediately die. Oh, cool. Good, good. You attuned to this thing? Uh-huh. Cool. <laughs> Where did you get it from? I don't remember anymore. Mavantica, I think. Oh, oh that's right. Used it was halfling luck one time to keep it. Mine, actually. It's, 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 it's mine. It's mine. Before we get to the wander staff, uh, does anybody have shitty constitution? Like low con modifier because the iron stone is it's great, dope, it's so good. Um, I'm, I'm, at I'm, a, I'm already I'm having three. buyer's remorse. It gives you a lot of hit points, too. I don't really need it. Where, where's your con at? I'm okay, I, I have a plus eight for I'm a plus four and it gave me a plus five. I think it gives you a plus two <sighs> to your plus con. Two. Yeah, plus add, two, sorry. it increases your constitution by sure two. and your hit points. Your hit points go up, would go up by 13. You're considering you swapping it back? Yeah, I don't know, because with the Ion Stone, my con, uh, con goes up, so con checks to hold spells up better. Uh, I just dropped onto 87 hit points, and that's rough. It's rough. <laughs> but this, this. But the ring will like get me out of like massive damage. Well, what's, what's yeah, that's the, a conundrum. What's the third, what's the third object? Huh? That's a conundrum. Yeah, the third object conundrum. is a staff. Oh, no, no, I have a stone of good luck, and I'm not getting rid of that. That ups everything I do. Oh, we should everything be tuned I do. to four things. There's, I think there's, there's a, a feat. feat you can yeah. Feat. Does anybody have a third item that they're kind of eh about? I mean, I've got this ring of fire oh. resistance. Okay. Flames on my face. <laughs> on the side of my face. Yeah, flames I've got a, I've got a, I've got a staff of withering that I've used once, just because. You like this iron stone? Uh, yeah, maybe. You can take it back. How many hit points no. do you have? No. Uh, I have 121 hit what points. You, you can have it if you want it. For the ring? Yeah, I think. Let me double check. But the ring is. My con's a plus two. I don't know. I was looking at anything. Oh, well then. No, no, no. I think. Automatically. I think it's going to be. I'm sure Nanagon's got something that could kill me, but. Find find a. I think one of you guys. Just just Google Iron Stone of Fortitude and see what it does to you. You took the blast. I think. Unless I don't think I want to attune to. I think I like what I'm. Where you're at? I've just. the best. Yeah. I can swap with you if you need something. I think I'm going to give the Iron Stone to him, so I'll have an open attunement slot, whatever we come across. You can take this dagger. What's it do? It's really good. Well, no, hold on. I can give you the ring back, Ford. You're giving my ring back? That's not. I just mean. I'm just. You gave it to me because you had a stone, and I don't want to take away. Do you want the stone or not, Caduceus? Uh, probably. Yeah. Are you guys breaking up? No. He's on the market. <laughs> oh shit! You're giving back the class ring. No, no, that's not what this is. I was just letting you. I will gladly keep it on. I just thought you'd want it 
back since Do you know where my Leatherman money? jacket is? <laughs> <laughs> Bo's wearing it. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, how, do you, uh, <laughs> how do you spell Ayun? I O U N. And there are multiple types. Look for the one that gives a constitution bonus. Yeah. There you Fortitude. Go. Seem to have lost it. Let me see what I've got. Caleb, thank you for curing me of my. Or actually, no, Jester. Jester, <laughs> thank you for curing me of my, of my dagger disease. You're welcome. It was very weird. Yeah, you're we're weirder than normal. Which I used. That's weird. I know. You can use it. I'm not gonna use your stupid curse dagger. Well, I mean, it's pretty good. Why? <laughs> it it basically just it ups your hit points quite a bit, if you want it, because hit points for you is great. I. Because you're gonna be in the middle of things. I'm I'm I'm. I think it's more important. A, what did this baller staff look like again? Uh, it's like a, a tall ivory staff mm -hmm. that has a bunch of kind of like gold and silver symbols that are kind of carved into it down the side, uh, tightly wrapped, uh, like faint blue and gold handle in the center of it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it has like these these strips of material that dangle from the intricate top of it, kind of just almost like three tethered strips that just kind of flow as it moves. Okay. It's not really your aesthetic, but it's not your aesthetic at all. Cares. <laughs> uh, Chester, you take the stone. Wrap it in a dirty rag. I take the stone. You're going to be more in the thick of things. The iron stone. Yeah, and you have a magic ring, so. Well, you keep you, wearing the ring. You guys can figure this out yeah. in time. You don't. We don't have to banter about this for forty minutes necessarily. Sorry. Sorry, it's all that's right. probably not very interesting to watch. No, no, it's okay. I'm just, I'm just saying this is a debate that can continue yeah, 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 in yeah, between yeah. episodes. Um, Yasha, the sword that you acquired is a beautiful weapon. Beautiful weapon. Um, I'm trying to spend some time with it. It's odd. You can sense a strong divinity within it, like, like, not unlike. Some of the the sourceless strength that comes from the Stormlord. There, there, there is a connection uh, with this blade and and divine power, but you're having a hard time finding a point of connection with it. Almost like you can sense it's there, but as soon as you try and and connect with and utilize that power, it resists. Leaving you with a faint sense of rejection. Okay. Hmm. Is there anything else anyone would like to do before the night has come to an end? Yeah, I have one last thing I want to do. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull out the uh, <laughs> collar from inside the folding holes and the power source and try to tinker with it a little bit before falling asleep. Okay. To try to get it charged up. Great. Go make an arcana check for it. Mm. It's okay. Uh, 18. 18. You can see where the fitting will go together. Mm -hmm. There's there's something you're missing. Like it should be functioning, and it's that frustrating aspect where like you just keep repeating the puzzle combination over and over again, but by all accounts, it should be working, but it's not. 
and it's racking your brain. You end up staying up a little bit later than you anticipate, the insomnia, the frustration kicking into your brain. <sighs> Not tonight, mm. but soon, soon hopefully. You feel it's, it's that, that little bit of a, a faint electrical sense of being on the cusp of discovery, but you're not there yet. What am I missing? Yeah. Um, while Caleb is futzing with that, I completely disregard his focus and uh, just start talking to him in the middle before everyone goes to bed. Okay. We're I wait for people to like clear into their chambers while I'm trying to get a quiet moment. Okay. Caleb. Work. Uh, real quick. Work. Can I, uh, just two seconds. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, so, Tomorrow night, if we're going to be in Nicodranas, mm. I kind of like to do the date thing, you know, with with Yasha. Yeah, let me uh, do the math on that. Uh huh. So I was just wondering if you know, yeah, we're going to be in Nicodranas, but I kind of have this big idea for the tower. If we could still borrow it for the night. The whole tower. Yeah. <laughs> you want the whole tower? Well, I mean, other people can like you know, but, but like it, I, no, no, no. It, I, I'm like, into if other it. people want to like t- t- you know stay in their rooms, but as long as they stay in their rooms, but I don't have to. You know, I don't want to be. What if you took the whole tower? I would love to take the whole tower. Okay. Yeah, I'll talk the others into uh, using a uh, the material plane hmm. or the dome or something. It's a lavish chateau. We'll be we'll be there. Yeah. I'll pay for everyone's room if people will fuck off so that we could use the tower. Okay. You could fuck off. One requirement. (laughs) Yeah. Do not go poking about the eighth floor. I promise you I will not go poking about the eighth floor. Okay, good enough. Hey, uh, if I wanted to make some adjustments to it, how do I, like, get those to you? Do I, like, should I write them down and... <laughs> you know, just like the little tweakies, just little ones for the night, yeah, just for sure. the night. Um, do you want to write those out for me? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'll do that, and I'll just slide it over to you. Uh, get it to me in the morning. Okay, okay. And I will, you know, think on it, process it, get it ready. Thank you. With the old imagination. Can the cats be ninjas? <laughs> just like five of them, not all of them. <laughs> there's, there's a few ways to interpret that. Do you want cat ninjas, or do you want ninjas instead of cats? <laughs> I can do it. I don't like to tinker with the the size of the um, the transportation system for them, so I would prefer that most of them be smaller ninjas, okay. if they're to be ninjas. But maybe you mean ninja cats. Well, I don't want to feel like I'm punting a cat. I want to be able to, like, you know, just f- t- uh, have fun fighting some ninjas. You want to fight, fight ninja. <laughs> That's oh my so top of the list. That's fucking big. Shinobi That's in the big. tower. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a bunch of other stuff too. Not a bunch, just like a handful of other things. I want to fight. <laughs> okay. Okay. It can be done. Okay. But sleep great, on it. Great date. Right. Yeah. Tell me if you need the cats removed for the evening. I've got an idea for that. Okay. You don't have to. I just need it by the morning. Okay. 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 Thank you. Yeah, of course. Are you cool? You good? Yeah? Yes. I'll let you get back to work. Okay, I've almost got it. Don't stay up too long. It's been a never-ending day. 
promise I'm about to turn in. I spend the next hour working on it. Okay. All right. Slink back to my chambers. Eventually, you all find yourselves in your respective rooms, resting in the comfort of the Cobalt Soul Archive of Rexentrum. Caduceus. In the midst of your comfortable sleep, imagery begins to swim through your mind. Home. The comfort of the grove. It's been a while. It's been so long. You're there with family. And you miss it. You miss them. And it just reminds you of where you came from and how far you've come since you journeyed outward. You can see the the crystalline structures that have grown from the seeds you crafted with the guidance of the Wild Mother, the darkness of the Savalier Wood at bay. And you You sense something odd in the air. The trees seem to be getting closer. The light choked and fleeting. You look towards these branches and they reach out like ever grasping fingers, the branch creaking the barrier that was built holds, then the trees change. Bark becomes flesh. Branch becomes arm. Stone and skin twist and push and break the boundaries you've built. You see cobblestone flow up from beneath the ground, a city street made of teeth, as it begins to devour your family from beneath. This forest of flesh consumes everything. Yasha. Same dream, but it's sexy. Yeah, exact same. <laughs> the trees are like <laughs> covered in ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> dreams of ninjas for some reason. <laughs> so many dreams you've had in your life resemble echoed moments in your past. Walking aimless in a dark expanse open, broken fields of Jorhas greeting you directionless towards jagged horizons with no idea or purpose. A being filled with some semblance of divinity in your blood, given no charge, nothing to protect. Failing to have protected. But in this dream, you feel the comfort of a path before you. The broken fields you've used to walk give way 
to grass. And you feel the comforting sensation of fields beneath your feet, between your toes. A similar sensation when you first crossed past the Ashkeeper Peaks and stepped within the Zonian Fields. You look ahead and see, placed within the dirt and stone, a familiar platinum blade. And it radiates warmth and comfort and silent strength. And you begin to hear thunder rolling in the distance. Clouds begin to swell in the sky. <laughs> flashes, the rain begins to pour, and you look beyond the blade and you see six familiar shapes. Friends, the Nine, and they call out to you, save us. And you look at this blade, and you know it could possibly give you the strength to do that, and as you run towards it, it moves further away. You run even harder, feet slick against the mud. You push, your breath coming out in gasping heaves, your chest in pain, the heat of the exhaustion. But the more you run, the more the blade just seems to coast away with the shadows of your friends. Lightning strikes the dirt beside you. You're thrown 15 feet, hit the ground, spin, stop. As you lay onto your back, looking up, the rain begins to stop, and in the clouds, you see a face emerge. Eyes of crackling lightning, a stern brow, a bearded face made of cloud. All at once, you feel the Stormlord's presence looking down upon you. You found your strength, Yasha. Now, you must learn to use it. You are not an implement of others. You've broken those chains. You are an avatar of the Storm Lord. I work through you, but your strength is your own. You've begun the first steps, but you must earn this one. And the clouds darken, and you slip into darkness. 
Caleb. No. Beauregard. That other shoe. You've had a night of rest, filled with anxiety, but no visitation, no dreams. On the side of a cold mountain, an Isolcross, in hot pursuit of that which you chased and then ran from. So you hope for another night of similar comfort. When the shadow takes you, not one but two red eyes appear in shadow around you. Another finds us. Finds us. Finds. Finds. Finds their way home. 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 The two eyes drift around peering from different angles as you sit there, floating in shadow. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. We dream with you. I with you. Dreams are the first step. 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 We can make dreams into anything. Anything. Into everything. Together. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth eye. And you hear the screams again. And we'll end the episode there tonight. Oh! <laughs> Wow. Oh my god. That was so creepy sounding oh, mad. Dude. Thank you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you just like crack goosebumps? So wow. This episode <laughs> had everything. It had all the had. It had oh, chemo. No. It had magical items. <laughs> it had, it had vestiges. Yeah. It had ninja cats on a date night. <laughs> we'll pick oh up from there God. next week. Oh, two eyes, right. huh? Two eyes. Two eyes. Two eyes. Fucking empire. Of course it is. Eyes gotta be right. Of course it is. We ain't shown nobody. You're Let's turning just... into one Tick of them. Talk. Let's just keep playing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like 30 more minutes. We can do an eight hour game, right? 30 more minutes, Dad? Nah. Nah. We had, a, we had a five hour game Fuck. a couple weeks I back. No. Wow. That staff better have eye removal in that bitch. Dude, that staff is so clutch. That staff Holy is so massive. Tell me after. And it's Tell on loan. <laughs> You'll never see me again. I'm living in the dreamland now. <laughs> oh, don't make me sing. Don't make me sing. <laughs> All righty, everyone. Well, you can you can figure out your list of uh, tower modifications and what magical items have decided to be attuned over the next week. We'll pick it up then. In the meantime. Have a wonderful night. Thank you all for joining us. We love you very much. And is it Thursday yet? No. Good night. <laughs> oh, hey, Ashley Johnson here, and I sure do hope you're enjoying the adventure. Remember when you first found out about Critical Role? 
Was it through a friend or a family member or maybe even through the words of a stranger in the review section of our podcast? Many listeners find our show through word of mouth and recommendations. So please consider rating and reviewing our podcast because each review makes an impression that may just inspire someone new to give our show a try. And that, more than anything, helps to support us. Thank you for joining us on this adventure. And until next time, let us try to leave the world a little better than we found it.